a lot last year and uh, losing five seniors from the previous year, we had a we had a lot of positions that we had to fill with uh, with both sophomores and juniors this year. Going back to those five seniors, coach, real quick. One of last year, one of our Ever Preps athletes of the month, Dane Heinrichs. Go ahead and talk about just how big of a loss Dane was um, last year, or maybe not so much how much of a big loss, but just what he brought to you in that program. He was just uh, he, he was the type of kid that uh, you you'd want to have on, on your side. Um, all night. I mean, no matter what, he was just a gamer. He just he he knew when he had to make a play, and he knew how to make a play. And he'd sacrifice everything in his body to uh, to make that play and, and to to help the team be successful. I mean, he just had a a mindset and a motor about him that was just uh, it, it was uh, unmatched um, as far as kids that that I've coached before. Um, just his his attitude and intensity were were huge and. And that was a, a big loss, but it was also um, looked at as a as an expectation. Like we need all of our all of our incoming athletes to step up and to um, compete at at the same level that Dane did last year. Talking here with head coach of the Giltner Hornets, Chip Bartos, on our Pokemon Hybrids pregame show, Giltner and Blue Hill, coming up at seven o'clock tonight, Coach. Um, just trying to take a look at the uh, statistics that you gave me in the pregame. Um, it looks like you might be having um, two quarterbacks tonight. Would that be a, a correct assessment? Yeah, we've uh, we, we kind of thought that we'd be doing a one quarterback system at the start of the year, and it's kind of worked out where we've where we've been able to platoon two quarterbacks in uh, based off of the situations that we need. We have uh, our senior Lance McKay. He's kind of my bigger quarterback. He's got a he's got an amazing arm um, and uh, throws a throws a really pretty ball. Um, at the same time, he's also the type of guy that I want as a as a north and south runner when I need a few few hard earned yards. Um, then I've got sophomore Dakin Wilson, number fifteen. He uh, he's kind of my quicker quicker guy. He's got. Uh, um, Got great footwork, great moves in the pocket, um, very very fast. Um, he uh, he's got an extra gear to him that uh, that even uh, Jackson McIntyre at Central Valley couldn't catch up with a couple times, mm-hmm. um, which was which was good. He's he's just uh, he, he's he's inexperienced right now. He's going through some growing pains um, as far as making smart decisions throwing the football. But you will see both of them tonight as as we go through the game just depending on the situation um which quarterback will be be playing back there but um but they've they've adapted to those roles very well because um, whichever quarterback is back there the other one's out at out at wide receiver catching passes or running routes right. for us too so well let's take a look real quick at that game plan coach without delving in too much and giving it away um as far as blue hill defensively what have you seen on the scouting report um, are they going to be more advantageous to having uh, Lance or Dakin at quarterback? And like you said, they're probably interchangeable. But um, what is Blue Hill going to present to you defensively where you're going to have to attack them? Um, I, I think their skill position kids are very, very talented. Um, they've got a lot of speed um, with those kids. They Right now what I think we can do, and, and we did this against a very big Lawrence Nelson team this last week, is just running north and south between the tight ends, getting hard-earned yards 
um, emphasizing on my offensive line that we need to be physical, we need to be blocking downhill um, the entire game. Um, and I think we can get yards like that. We've we've seen teams like Loomis and Shelton do that to them um, and, and be successful that way. Um, so I, I feel like we can we can be uh, successful there, but at the same time we are going to have to spread it out. We're um, I, I think uh, we've got some concepts against their man man coverage um, on defense that we can be successful with too. So just uh, trying to get my receivers um, open, get them into space, and, and getting them the ball, um, and then you know make a couple guys miss, and, and who knows what will happen. And speaking of those receivers, Coach, I know you guys like do like to spread the ball around, and whether it's Lance or Dakin, the one will be throwing to the other. But who are some of the other guys at receiver that are going to be big for you tonight that uh, if, if they play well, you'll have a chance to come away with a victory? My number one receiver uh, would be Kyle Frederick, uh, Jr. He's kind of a slot guy and running back for us. He's got amazing hands, runs great routes. Not the fastest kid in the world, but if – if he's got a little bit of separation, you want to get the ball to him. Um, he's had multiple games where he's went over 100 yards receiving, and uh, and, and so he can he can make plays, um, make a couple guys miss. So him, and then we've got Camden Humphrey, who's a 6'4 receiver, that is kind of one of those guys that can uh, that can go up and win a jump ball for us, and uh, and he's also a great uh, great blocking tight end as well. Um, I, I'd see those guys getting involved in the passing game as well as, like you said, Lance and Dakin out there depending on um, on who's playing quarterback too. Well, let's open up the defensive scouting report, Coach. Uh, I've done one Blue Hill game already this year. They seem to have a three- to four-headed monster at the skill position. What kind of uh, wrinkles are you going to have to throw in this week to try to stop the Blue Hill offense? Well, you just got a key on, on those, like you said, those four good skill position players. They're all very, very talented. Um, understanding where they're at, understanding what responsibilities we have pre-snap, um, any pre-snap motion that we see, adjusting to it. Um, and then I, I, my, I really think that we can win the, win the line of scrimmage with the defensive line that I have and getting a little bit of pressure on that quarterback, but making sure that we contain him because if he gets free, uh, film has shown that he can make a lot of uh, dangerous plays with his feet. Um, he also has a, has a very good arm, so if we get beat over the top by um, by any of those receivers, um, it, it, we're not going to be very successful. And uh, and then just and then just coming forward and and, and gang tackling uh, on all the running plays that they have. Um, as well, so it's it's kind of uh, it, it probably all sounds like a, like a cliche as a football mm-hmm. coach, but but you gotta you know you gotta do your job. You gotta be responsible for your tight end if we're or your zone if we're in man or zone, um, and you have to read your guards, um, and then and then just understand where they're um, where those skill position guys are and and be ready to to make a play on them. Final question here with Coach Chip Bardos of the Giltner Hornets here on the Hogamai Hybrids pregame show. Coach, they're coming off a bye week that gives them some sort of rest and a chance to evaluate you over a two-year, two-week period. Do you think that maybe it would be advantageous for you guys to get off to a hard start to make sure that the, maybe they have a little bit of rust from having the off week? Oh, definitely. We've uh, and 
to be, to be honest, it's not just with Blue Hill. It's been with every team that we've had. We've come off the we've come off with a slow start, um, pretty much every single game. And so we need to we need to do something. We need to create something right away to some sort of explosive play, something big. Whether we're on defense getting a three and out or getting a turnover or scoring right away if we we have the ball and, and scoring big to get the the momentum in our favor. Um, and that will hopefully create a snowball effect for the rest of the game. But if we come out sluggish like we've done against uh, uh, against Lawrence Nelson, against St. Francis, against Paxton, um, we're, we're not going to we're not going to be successful, and, and we're going to um, give them a chance to to stay in the game or even even execute and and get the game out of reach for us. But if if we come off hard. Uh, come off the bus ready to play, ready to hit someone. Um, I think it's going to be a very fun four-quarter battle between both of us. Fun four quarters. That's what we're hoping for here on the Breeze 94.5. That was head coach Kip Bardos of the Giltner Hornets. We'll stay tuned. We'll have Blue Hill coach Riley Arms next. You're listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on the Breeze. The South Central State Bank of Campbell, Franklin, Oxford, Blue Hill, and Red Cloud is a full-service bank offering every banking service your family might need, offering internet and mobile banking. Log on to southcentralstatebank.com. Good luck sports teams from the South Central State Bank, member FDIC. In Giltner, stop by and see your friendly insurance agents at Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw Insurance specializes in crop, farm, property, casualty, life, and health. For a free consultation, stop by the Giltner office or give them a call. Robert Shaw Insurance. Rolling along here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, we had a chance to catch up with Giltner head coach Chip Bardos. Now it's our turn to turn our attention to the Blue Hill Bobcats and joined now by Riley Arms, the head coach over at Blue Hill and coach Good morning. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing? Not too bad. Well, um, looks like you guys had the off week last week. Was that a lot of time for just rest and relaxation, or was it a pretty hard week at practice, a lot of evaluation in the film room? What What exactly did you guys do during your off week? Um, uh started early with a lot of evaluation in the film room, and uh, not having an opponent to prepare for that week, we kind of just wanted to Fix the thing. Fix the things that we can fix is Blue Hill. So a lot of focus on our our play and a lot of drilling uh, on the football field, trying to to fix the things that we can fix without having to worry about um, trying to stop somebody else. So it was kind of nice for us to reflect on ourselves and and work on making Blue Hill a better football team. Was it a good time for a buy, or would you have liked it earlier or later, perhaps? Um, I don't know. I think for us, middle of the year is is good. It gives us four games down um, we can kind of reflect on that and then good uh, I think it was a pretty good time for us because we can uh, use those for four games evaluate ourselves and then um, fix anything we need to fix for the final four of the season speaking of the final four it's district play and coach how do you stay focused on Giltner week with uh, a preseason favorite maybe in the district was Lawrence Nelson how do you stay focused on one week at a time um, one week at a time's kind of been our our motto for the for the season. Um, so we know that we only get three days three days to prepare for every opponent. Um, you know, with JV games on Monday, then the whole team's together Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, so with that quick of a turnaround from week to week, the guys have done a great job of of not looking ahead and uh, respecting every opponent we have the upcoming week. Um, and I think uh, that's helped them out a lot this year. 
sitting in 37th right now in power points, Coach. I know um, it's one game at a time, but I want to look a little big picture here. How vital is it that you don't drop this game? Because in, in essence, it'll be a Division three loss, uh, similar to what the Loomis is right now. Um, and so it's pretty important to win this game right now. Yeah, um, it's a... This game has huge implications for us, you know, with uh, power points. Uh, it would be, like you said, a huge loss if we if we couldn't win it. But, uh, you know, we kind of just try and take care of back to our one week at a time motto, get one win, and then we just kind of, if we can win week to week as many as we can, uh, hopefully at the end of the year power points will kind of take care of themselves. So um, that's something that's kind of out of our control, you know, what uh, what the schedule does to us after we play a game. But, We'll just try and get the wins as they come and hope for the best by the end of the season. And we had your game with, with Shelton there on the road a couple of weeks ago. And, Coach, from a, from my standpoint, it seemed like a tale of two halves where early in the um, first half you maybe were making some mistakes shooting yourself in the foot. And in the second half you were able to convert on all your drives. Uh, just go ahead and recap that game real quick uh, from the coach's standpoint. Uh, well, you know, we saw a few things we were doing um, that we'd kind of been harping on in the first half of not to do. Um, so we addressed those things. Uh, they were minor fixes that make huge differences, and, you know, we see those kind of things all the time in film. Um, and then we noticed some things defensively that Shelton was doing, and uh, Coach Otten, our offensive coordinator, did a great job of uh, taking advantage of, of the things that he saw there. So. Uh, minor adjustments on our part, um, you know, doing things the way we're we're supposed to be doing them, and then um, just making adjustments based on what we were given as well. All right, now let's take a look at your uh, scattering report on Giltner. Um, they run what seems like a two-quarterback system, so it depends on how would they um, a match up with you. Who do you expect for them at quarterback? Or are you going to be preparing for both guys? Uh, we'll we'll be preparing for both. Um, I'm not really sure who to who to expect. Um, we've seen film on both quarterbacks. Um, both guys look dangerous in their own right. So uh, I guess we'll we'll prepare for both and and adjust to whatever we see when the game day comes. All right. Now let's look at the uh, defensive game or uh, the offensive game plan. Um, is it just going to be the the four headed monster with uh, MJ uh, Mormon, Wademan, and Seaman? because um, uh, talking with head coach uh, Chip Bartos earlier, he thought maybe if they were able to win the line of scrimmage, they might be able to uh, stick with you guys. Yeah, um, you know, up, up front's going to be important for us. Um, so we we need to win the battle up front and establish the run game is what we're going to be trying to do. Um, and then, um, you know, those guys, I think we can get going um, if we stick to our assignments. Gildner is kind of a tough team to read they show multiple defenses and their their athletes can succeed in in the many different looks that they give you um so it'll all start with winning up front you know protecting mj when he drops back to pass and opening holes up for max and colton um you know we we can't throw the ball to our receivers if we don't block for them and if there's no holes up front um, our backs are going nowhere so um i'd say yeah we need to start by winning the battle up front and hopefully we can get that done all right, you're listening to the pregame show here on The Breeze 94.5. It's Giltner at Blue Hill, kickoff shortly after 7 o'clock. That's the, it with the coaches. We'll have the starting lineups next. You're listening to High School Football on The Breeze 94.5.
There's just one place where students are students first and athletics are played with purpose and perspective. That place is your local high school. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Nebraska School Activities Association and the Nebraska State Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. JSGK Catering in Giltner has catered everywhere from cornfields to wedding receptions. Give us a try at your next occasion. Stephen Kathy Hozier and Gail Rath wish the Giltner athletes the best of luck. For more info about JSGK Catering, call 402-849-2244. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Save on Beautyrest mattresses during the Columbus Day event at Mattress Direct. In addition to sell prices on all Beautyrest mattresses, get up to 48 months no interest financing. New accounts even get a $50 Visa gift card when you use Synchrony Finance on your purchase. Sell prices, no interest financing, and 50 bucks? Now that's getting more than you expect. Mattress Direct, next to Furniture Direct in Hastings, and find even more savings online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. The Breeze 94.5. And welcome, high atop Blue Hill High School for Giltner at Blue Hill. You got a nice matchup here. Blue Hill coming in on the year three and one. Giltner zero and five, but Giltner's played a difficult schedule to this point. It's time now for our starting lineups. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. And first off, for let's start with. Let me get my sheet here, Giltner. On offense, number three, wide receiver, Tanner Roth, who will also be a defensive back. Number eight, K- Jacob Smith will be the kicker and offensive guard. He's a sophomore. Number 11, wide receiver, Caden Humphrey. He'll also return some kicks, defensive back as well. Number 15, Dakin Wilson. We could see him at quarterback tonight, but tonight, as of right now, he'll be starting at receiver, the sophomore um, wide receiver and also defensive back. Number 10, wide receiver Connor Craig. Number 20, he is a sophomore. Number 22, the senior quarterback Lance McKay. We could also see him at receiver and see Dakin Wilkin, as I had mentioned, in and out at quarterback. Right now, McKay is your starter quarterback, also at linebacker. Levi Hoffman, number 24, the sophomore defensive back. Cole Consbrook, number 32, he'll be starting on both offense and defense at center and at nose guard. Number 50, Ethan Wilson, the sophomore nose guard, will get the start in the defensive line. And number 88, Kyle Frederick, the guy, wide receiver and linebacker, he'll start on both sides of the ball. He'll be number 88. Giltner's coached by Chip Bartos, assisted by Kyle Spots and Brock Lauer. Now for the Blue Hill Bobcats. Starting at running back tonight, number two, Max Mormon, who'll also come back, grab some picks. Max is a senior. Starting at running back and linebacker tonight, Colton Wademan. See him running some kicks as well. Number four, also starting at tight end and your punter. Number five, wide receiver, or excuse me, tight end, McLean Seaman. Starting quarterback, sophomore, number six, MJ Coffey. Starting at defensive end tonight, number nine, Jace Kula. He's a senior. Number 22, Wynn Wilmonts. Tight end, number 22. And a junior. Offensive lineman, sophomore, number 30, TJ Ockenge. Number 51, Cade Coulter, a senior offensive lineman. And number 77, Caleb Carr, also a offensive lineman, sophomore starter. 
Head coach Riley Arms, assisted by John Coffey, Taylor Otten, and Blake Mark. Blue Hill comes in on the year, like I had said, at 3-1 with defeats of Meridian, Dilla Rodell, and Shelton. They fell to Loomis by 9 in Week 3. Giltner comes in at 0-5 with defeats to Heartland, Central Valley, Paxton, Humphrey, St. Francis, and last week at Lawrence Nelson. So Giltner... They need have any hopes of playoffs. They're going to need to roll off some wins here, and it'll all start tonight here on the Breeze 94.5. like to welcome in the color analysis tonight, my man Trent Ockingate. Trent, what do you see in this game? Well, for the first time all year, we've got some uh, chillier weather. Uh, s- stiff breeze out of the south tonight, so throwing the ball could be a little bit different. Uh, if you look at Giltner, They've been rotating Dakin Wilson and Lance McKay in and out. Uh, Dakin Wilson, he's their main, he's actually their leading passer and their leading rusher. Uh, 77 carries on the year, by far the most out of anybody. They're really just going to run a lot of QB run, and and they really just got to take care of the football. They've got 13 turnovers on offense through five games. Uh, So, you know, almost three turnovers per game. And um, if you turn the ball over a lot, those are going to add up to those losses. So, uh, if they want to get off, if they want to get on the wind train, it starts tonight. they got to take care of the football. That's where um, they're going to want to start. So they want to get north and south. They want to take care of the football. And they really want to just – getting a good start is, is really key for them. Talking with Coach Bardos in the pregame, he said that uh, last couple of weeks they thought maybe the north-south um, attack, you know, traditionally they try to spread you out and go sideline to sideline. But – um, he said that they were really successful going north-south, and we'll see if they attacked because he noticed on film that uh, Shelton and Loomis had, were able to attack Blue Hill north-south. So we'll see if that's the key. And then for Blue Hill, Trent, um, like I said, it's kind of the, the skill players, uh, the men, I got, as what I call them, Wademan, Seaman, Mormon. Those are going to be the keys to help MJ out tonight. Yeah, uh, MJ Coffey. When we did their Shelton game, which was their last game two weeks ago, he started out one for six, and then I think he went like seven for eight or seven for nine going down that, going down the stretch. So really, if he comes out and starts hitting on some of those easy passes, uh, we saw Colton Wademan get involved, and he he showed a lot of speed last time we were here, um, over 100 yards receiving, close to 100 yards rushing as well, and then Max Mormon, they want to get him running. He's a really tough runner. He's a he's a senior. Um, really shifty, and he'll he'll run through a tackle if if given the chance. And they've got to work hard up front um, if they want to start winning some of these games. I mean, they're they're probably the favorite here tonight, but um, you know, Kennesaw and Lawrence are coming to town soon. Uh, those two teams um, they present a bigger challenge up front, and Giltner's going to give them a little bit of a challenge up front. So uh, they want to start by winning some of those up front matchups and get MJ Coffee going early. Let's take a quick look here. Uh, we're at the uh, Husker Power Products broadcast booth, again, powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines in Hastings and Sutton. Let's take a quick look before we get going. We had quite a few Thursday games on the docket, so we'll take a look at our Furniture Direct scoreboard update brought to you by Furniture Direct and Mattress Direct of Hastings, where we deliver the score, and they deliver to your door. Get free local delivery setup and removal of any beauty rest purchase. Get more than you expect when you shop Furniture Direct just south of Hastings and online. Just south of Sonic in Hastings and online at FurnitureHastings.com. Um, let's take a look at the scoreboard uh, in D1. Last night, Burwell defeated Amherst 36-22. In the sixth main, we have a couple final scores, or three of them right now. Harvard defeated Heartland Lutheran 
McPherson County Stapleton defeated SEM 53-28. Eustace Farnham with a big win over Maywood Hay Center 54-46. And an upset in D2. Elwood defeating Pleasanton earlier today by a score of 14-3. We're going to have radio games all over the docket tonight, including this one right here on the breeze over on 1550. We've got um, York at Hastings um, over on... 15:50, we will have Hast- on 12:30 a.m. KHS. We'll have the Saint Cecilia and Superior game over on Power 99. It'll be Carney Catholic at Sutton, and then over on ESPN 14:60, the Class A matchup between Carney and Millard West. Millard West, a top five team. Carney in the top ten, but probably their stiffest test to date after they fell in the opener to Grand Island by one point. I'd like to welcome all of the listeners on PlyOverPreps.com, where all of our internet streaming of high school games is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. We'll take a break. Be back with more here from Blue Hill High School. You're listening to High School Football on The Breeze 94.5. Thramers Food Center is located in downtown Blue Hill. At Thramers, they take pride in their fresh meat produce and their fast-friendly hometown service. Stop in for their daily lunch specials, some home fried chicken, or any of their delicious deli items. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays, 8 to 5.30. Good luck, Bobcats, from Tim and Deb and the crew at Thramers Food Center in Blue Hill. The representatives of the Village of Giltner encourage and support the Giltner Hornets in all of their activities. To succeed, you must believe that you can. Good luck, Hornets, in all that you strive to accomplish from the Village of Giltner. The Breeze 94.5. And welcome back to Blue Hill High School. It's time for the National Anthem. We'll slap aside. You're listening to High School Football on The Breeze 94.5. Todd's Body and Glass in Aurora is your collision repair specialist, is proud to support the Giltner Hornets. Play well and be proud from Todd's Body and Glass. Gary Michaels Clothiers is welcoming the change of seasons with a wardrobe event. Select any suit or sport coat and pant and receive a dress shirt and tie free. A $100 value free. Designers like DKNY, Calvin Klein, S. Cohen, Michael Coors, and Austin Reed. Professionally tailored for the office or any event. New fall merchandise arriving daily in the ladies' department, now newly expanded in Kearney. Accessorized with hobo handbags, Brighton accessories, shoes, and leather goods. Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings and Kearney. The Breeze 94.5. And a beautiful rendition of the national anthem from the Blue Hill High School students. And we're about ready for kickoff here on the breeze 94.5. Glad to have have you along with us. Got Sterling back in the studio pushing all the buttons. Trent Ockengay with the expert analysis. And I'll be doing my best to bring you the play-by-play. We'll go left to right as you look into your radio dial. It's a strong breeze, I would say, out of the south. So, 
And like Trent had said, uh, first real rainy night, it was kind of just a misty drizzle all night tonight. We'll see if the precipitation increases. Uh, the field conditions are brought to you by Impact Bank Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Dra- Travis. Uh, the field looks nice, Trent, but uh, footing could be an issue if the grass is just wet, and especially after second half. You never know what kind of field conditions you're going to get. Yeah, it's not... Uh, the field's not going to be mud or anything, but, um, you know, it's going to miss. It looks like on radar there's a little bit of rain coming through. Not heavy, but enough to impact the game. So when you make your cuts, you got to make sure uh, your feet are under you. Try to avoid slipping, falling down, hold on to the football, all that kind of stuff. So other than that, the field's really green. It's in good shape for the weather we've had this year, and uh, we're ready to go. Looks like uh, Kennesaw won the toss and deferred, or excuse me, Blue Hill won the toss and deferred, and Giltner... Gilner won the toss and deferred. And then Blue Hill will elect to receive. They'll head north. Blue Hill will when they receive this kick. And back to kick now for Giltner is number number eight, Jacob Smith. Back deep to return Mormon and Wademan for the Bobcats. We're glad to have you along here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. The ball is teed up at the 30, and it is in the air, fielded. Uh, it's going to go out of bounds, actually, at the 24-yard line. So first mistake for Giltner right away, Trent. Yeah, not much distance there, but, um, you know, the ball does go out of bounds, so it takes away the opportunity for Wademan um, to return that thing. And they're actually going to back him up, and they're going to make him kick it again. They want to get the ball in the hands of some of these electric returners, such as Max Warren or Colton Wademan. So they'll back him up five yards and make him kick it. From the 25. And you know, part of it is it's a little chillier, so uh, maybe that first kick, you just uh, get up to the tee box and you're not quite loosened up, and we'll see if the second one goes a little bit better. We are ready to go. There's the whistle, and this one will be teed off again by Smith, and it is in the air, and this will be fielded. It'll drop at the 20-yard line and then picked up there and hit hard, maybe getting two or three yards on the return is all they were able to get, and that was Wademan on the return. So it'll be first down and 10 now for Blue Hill from the 24-yard line. Yeah, you let that ball just kind of sit there, and and what we were kind of talking about with the field being just a tiny bit wet, you know, it's not raining. It's just a little mist in the air, so he had to be real sure when pick up that football, and by the time he did, uh, Giltner had already ran down. So they actually lose some yards uh, by making him re-kick that football. So MJ Coffey, the starting quarterback, the sophomore for Blue Hill. He'll be in the shotgun formation. He's got twins to the left. He'll send Wademan in motion, and he'll hand it to him on the jet sweep, and he's got a corner, so he'll have the first down. He's across midfield, and he steps out of bounds. Looks like he could have taken that to the house, Trent, but he did step out at the, looks like they're marking him at the 40-yard line. So a gain of 20 there on the first play of scrimmage for Colton Waitman. Yeah, and they just ran him in motion, a little fly sweep action, and uh, Giltner did not contain, and Waitman was able to just scoot around the outside. If you make one-man miss in eight-man football, there's usually a lot of room to run, and if he could have just stayed in bounds there, it could have been a touchdown on the opening play. So a uh, great start for Blue Hill. They get the first down and a uh, new set of downs. Parents night here at Blue Hill High School, and parents introduced before the game. Good crowd here on hand. A lot of you listening from the comfort of your home. Here on the Breeze in 4.5, glad to have you. It'll be a design quarterback keeper here for Coffee. He'll get across 
the 35-yard line, so a solid gain there on first down. We'll give him seven, and it'll be second down and three, so two impressive uh, plays there for Blue Hill, and they're already into Hornet territory. Yeah, if you can you come out averaging 13 yards a carry on your first two plays, you're going to be pretty happy that time. Just kind of a key QB keeper up the middle, and he's able to weave his way past. These are all set-up plays because um, Giltner's going to flow, and then they have the win, so they'll probably want to take a shot at some point. Coffee in the shotgun look. We'll see if he sends anyone in motion. He doesn't back heads out to the back uh, end of the flat, and they've got him wide open, and it hits him in the hands. It falls incomplete. In around the 15-yard line is where it was intended for Wademan there and incomplete, but the play was there. That one's on the wide receiver. He's got to keep running. Coffee's going to put it where your guy can, where his guy can catch it, and he knows you've got the win. He's just going to lay it out there and try to hit him in stride. So Wademan kind of stopped and waited on the ball, and it sailed on him. So uh, bring up third and short, but they did take a shot, and they had guys running all over. So um, those, those basically four verticals, and, and they were all there. So third down and three now. First real third down opportunity here. It'll be a jet sweep motion. It'll be a handoff. And hit in the backfield was Mormon. And it'll be a loss now of at least four yards there. Yeah, no, Probably like, closer to six. Yeah, I think that was Cole Consbert came through and just uh, wrapped him up and, and ragdolled him backwards. And, yeah, that's a huge loss. They run the they run the play back to this uh, – the the Blue Hill side of the bench, and there was just nothing going. So Giltner wanted to start fast. Well, um, they forced the punt from midfield. So great start defensively for Giltner. Clean Seaman back to punt for Blue Hill. He'll put this one in the air. Nice punt. And it'll be into the end zone for a touchback. Pretty dang close to going out of bounds, but it'll be a touchback here for Giltner. And if you're Giltner, you got to like the start. Um, Blue Hill had the wind. They had... The early play, and I think, Trent, we can maybe put a little asterisk on that play where Wademan dropped the ball. That seemed like it was going to be a nice, easy pickup, and then next thing you know, you're punting it. Yeah, a couple couple mistakes by Blue Hill. They make them re-kick, and they lose the yardage, and then they uh, they don't finish out the route, and they get the incomplete pass. So Giltner got to take advantage here. They want to start fast, start here on offense. So Giltner will start it off, and they'll hand it up. Gain of looks like three or four yards there on first down and ten. That was Lance McKay on the carry. He's uh he'll he'll run in and out at quarterback him and Dakin Wilson, but they're gonna go with McKay to start. And they just what they kind of been just been doing is taking the taking a snap direct snap, so uh, power ISO right or power ISO left or whatever you want to call it. Uh, basically, just QB keeper one way or the other. So to be Lance McKay, the senior, we'll see at receiver. He'll try to throw to Kyle Frederick. Deacon Wilson, as mentioned, Caden Humphrey, and Tanner Roth will be the main targets tonight for the Hornets. And under center now is McKay, and he'll keep this one on the left side and power through and get another two yards to the 20-yard line. So gain of three, and it'll be third down now and five for the Hornets. And it looks like we have an injury, maybe? Yeah, it looks like maybe. McKay on the ground. Hopefully he's okay. He's sitting up by himself. So, um, you know, Giltner can't really afford to lose very many players. They've got 15 out. So not a ton of numbers. Got an injury on the play. We'll take a break. Back in 30 seconds, you're listening to High School Football on the Breeze, 94.5 and PlatteverPreps.com. 
Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. The Breeze 94.5. Back here at Blue Hill High School, this injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. And they're still attending to the injured Hornet on the field. It'll be third down and five from the 20 when they get to him. It looks like it's going to be a lower leg injury here. Still on his feet. Looks like they're going to try and help him up here now. And he'll have to hobble to the sideline. And that is McKay, Trent, starting quarterback. So it's it's going to be time for Dakin Wilson probably to look at the quarterback snaps now. Yeah, and he's he does lead the team in passing and rushing. So experience does come in he's a sophomore he has turned the ball over a number of times eight interceptions on the year so um on third and five you come in first snaps of the game uh you just got to make sure to take care of the football he's a he's a good athlete he's shifty um so we'll just see what happens here on third and short trend mentioned that gildner doesn't have a lot of depth they have eight starters and then eight substitutes so not very advantageous to lose a starter with experience it'll be third down and five now humphrey split out to the right and we got a penalty flag probably a delay here actually might have been a shift the way they were looking we'll see it is a delay of game so those are kind of tricky coming out of the um the injury timeout sometimes the the you know the play clock starts a lot faster than you would think so that time with a new quarterback coming in uh they run the they get the delay of game so now you go from third and five to third and ten with a wind in your face so if you're going to throw you got to make sure you got enough mustard on it to get it there we'll see how conservative coach bardos is with the play call it could be just a battle of um we'll see we'll just run it here punt it and then hopefully in the second half when we have the wind at the back and maybe if we can get mckay back we can do some more damage here so It'll be Wilson, Dakin Wilson now at quarterback, and he'll go back to pass. Pump fakes once, looks down the right sideline, has a man on the sideline. He brought it in, but was he in bounds? And I think they're going to call him out of bounds, and it was close. He threw it up for Frederick. You know, maybe that was towards the Blue Hill sideline, and you get a lot of incomplete signs. Maybe if that's on the Giltner sideline and they, they're signaling catch and maybe give it to him, that was a 50-50 call. Uh, they call it incomplete. Now Giltner's got to punt into the wind, so that could be something to look forward to. you gotta, you got to have a good snap, got to have a good punt, and then get that thing low enough that it can cut the wind. This one is booted up into the air, and it'll be hit by Blue Hill, and it's fumbled at the 40-yard line, and it looked like they covered it back up, and now running down the sideline at the 30 and the 20, there's a penalty flag down in the 10-5 and into the end zone for the touchdown. But there is a penalty flag on the field, so we'll see what the infraction was. Looked like it could have been potentially really dangerous for Blue Hill. Next thing you know, they're dancing in the end zone. But the penalty flag is down, and it is a hold on the return. Yeah, so another costly mistake by Blue Hill. They almost lose it, 
and um, you know that ball just kind of squirted out maybe due to the wetness and um, Seaman was able to run up the sideline kind of just untouched but they did call the hold here so another another mistake is going to back Blue Hill up but they do get the football back so maybe they can establish some rhythm and get going in this ball game they're going to start at the Giltner 23 yard line so um, about a 10 yard net there is all Giltner got on that punt after the return it could have been a lot worse could have been six points at any rate blue hill will have it now and coffee will hand it off to mormon up the middle and he'll get to 20 yard line so gain of let's call it four there for max yeah the first time they got him going north and south uh they ran a couple uh jet sweeps they ran one like wademan going to the far side and Mormon come back to this near side that time. Just kind of a dive play up the middle. Gets four yards. Now you're in second six. That's um, good. You're right on schedule here with uh, um, three downs to go. So same formation. They'll send Wademan in motion this time. And it'll be a snap. And it'll be Coffee off the left side. Design quarterback keep. Gets a great block in front. And he'll be pushed out of bounds just inside the 10-yard line. Got a great block there from Mormon. Did Coffee and helped spring him open. Gain of 10 for the Blue Hill Bobcats, and it'll be first down and goal now just inside the 10-yard line. So excellent job, I thought, by Mormon springing that for MJ Coffey. Yeah, and he was he did a good job of waiting for that block to develop because you can outrun your blockers, and then uh, what you're doing, you're just running to the defenders, and that time he waited. Mormon throws a great block, and it's 10 yards for Coffey. So it looks like Wademan... This to the left of Coffee is going to be sending him in motion. They're going to look like maybe run a shovel pass, but it'll be keeper here by Coffee. He'll get tackled down inside the five yard line. It'll be spotted at let's call it the two. So a gain of eight. Yeah, and that was just a another keeper. You had to read on the outside, decided to keep it. And now Blue Hill is knocking on the door. Giltner wanted to start fast. Uh, they got the punt early and then uh, almost got the football back on the fumble. Now Blue Hill looks like it's going to take advantage here uh, now that they're in the red zone inside the five-yard line. Three cracks at it from the two-yard line. Coffee, quarterback in the shotgun formation. He'll take it. He'll hand it off to Mormon, and Mormon walks into the end zone for the easy touchdown. Six-point lead now for Blue Hill, a five-points bank touchdown. Just a simple dive play up the middle to Max Mormon, and the senior gets the touchdown. And uh, Blue Hill strikes first on a you know chilly night here in Blue Hill, but it's pretty good weather. So uh, these kind of games, you want to come out, you get the six points. You definitely want to convert on your two-point conversions here, and you save some of your special plays, especially in a tighter game for a, uh, for these special type of conversions. So here comes the point after attempt. It'll be a two-pointer, and... Coffee will take the snap. Looks like he's got a man across the middle and is complete. And it is across the pylon for the two-point conversion. And Blue Hill takes a early 8-0 lead with just under seven minutes to go in the opening quarter of play. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at plotoverpreps.com. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. 
You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back to the Husker Power Products broadcast booth, powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines in Hastings and in Sutton. And two-point conversion was caught there by Jace Kula just across the goal line. He was tackled right around the one-yard line, but he did break the plane enough to get the two-point conversion, so it's now 8 nothing. Blue Hill with the lead and starting to get some precipitation out there. A little bit heavier now showing up, and the lights are on here at Blue Hill High School. Beautiful night for high school football. Could be a lot worse. This is what we call football weather. Yeah, you don't have to worry about cramping because it's not you know, 80, 85 degrees like it seems like we've had all September. September was real hot and actually kind of dry. So now we're in October, and sadly, it's going to turn into football weather and uh, our first chilly night, not seeming to affect anybody on the field so far. Win Wilma will kick this one away, and he boots it deep into the end zone for a touchback. So it'll be first down and 10 now for Giltner from the 15-yard line. So... If you're good, Chip Bartos, you had positive things going for you, but a couple of uh, the delay a game really hurt them on that last drive where they had third and five and it ended up shooting them right in the foot. Yeah, if you and you know, Giltner deferred sometimes. Um, sometimes you wait till the fourth quarter to get the wind. Sometimes if you want a fast start, you do that in the first quarter. Pass complete out to the left side to Caden Humphrey. Camden Humphrey Jr. picks up three or four on the play. And they'll just want to kind of dink and dunk their way down the field, blow you to sleep. And then uh, once you do fall asleep, they can they can sense that, and they'll throw one over the top. They like the big play, but uh, they'll, they'll use the pass to actually set up the run. So Dakin Wilson now the quarterback. He's got two men to the right. Throws it across the middle, and it's complete across the chains for a first down. So a gain of seven for the Hornets. Just a little slant route to his favorite target, Kyle Frederick, and he's going to get about seven yards. So uh, they get Frederick involved. He's got 370 yards receiving on the season. That's pretty good for uh, Class D2 football. And a lot of times, if you can find somebody to throw the ball and somebody to catch the ball, you're going to have a lot of success. So Giltner's been playing better lately, and uh, they're trying to build on that momentum here. Twins to the right. is going to be a design quarterback keeper, and Lance McKay back into the game now. For the Hornets, he'll get four or five yards. That throws Dakin Wilson out at receiver again. So positive yardage on first down. He's the bigger he's the bigger of the two quarterbacks, Trent. So in a game like this, one more physical, uh, Coach Bartos selected to go with McKay. Yeah, if I remember correctly, he played a lot of fullback last year, and then he was a main uh, linebacker for a playoff team who fought Overton um, last year in a tough first-round loss. But... Uh, you know, they had a good year last year, and McKay was a part of it. McKay will take this one, and penalty flag thrown immediately. Looked like a false start on the offense. Got a little bit too happy. Looked like they were going to throw a screen pass, and uh, receiver just got a little bit of too much of a head start. Yeah, and the thing is, when you uh, you go from one quarterback to the other, the cadences change a little bit, so the timing can be off. And when you do throw those screens out to the boundary, 
you got to make sure everybody's set. You got to be loud enough so everybody. You can't really anticipate it. You just kind of got to. It's just a timing thing. First down or second down and eleven now. Just under five minutes to go in the opening quarter. Blue Hill with an eight nothing lead, and Wilson will excuse me. McKay will throw this one. It goes through the hands of the intended receiver Frederick. So I wonder if it could be just a bit of a wet ball issue there. Uh, the receiver may have lost his footing as well. So see if that really hinders what Giltner wants to do here. Yeah, and you know, when you're wearing a helmet and shoulder pads, uh, your vision, like you know, Antonio Brown would say, it's it's a hindered a little bit. And then uh, if you're wearing a visor, the rain can mess with that. And then you got the lights glaring on. So not sure what happened there. Just uh, unable to haul it in. Now you got third and 11. Maybe time for maybe, you know, fake screens to the outside, throw, throw a pass deep. Like we said, strong south wind. Got to make sure you have enough on that ball to... Uh, get where you're going. You definitely don't want to underthrow a football. We have an official's timeout. Not sure for what reason, but we are ready to go. As the white hat winds the clock, and McKay will roll right now. He'll throw it to a man. He's incomplete at the 40-yard line intended. That time again for Frederick on the sideline, and it'll be decision time for Coach Bardos from the 29-yard line. Yeah, you got to punt that football away, I would say, uh, if you want to stay in this thing. You've, you've played pretty good defensively, um, and your punt almost forced a turnover. So if you saw that last time, punt it away again, see if see if some magic can happen. Back deep to return for Blue Hill. Looks like Wademan. It's a high punt, and Blue Hill not able to get to it. It's going to bounce just in front of the 30-yard line, going to be fielded at the 25, and Wademan slips a couple tackles there, gets across the 40-yard line, and pushed out of bounds at the 43-yard line. So good, another good field position uh, for the Blue Hill. Giltner um, started both their drives on the 15-yard line. Blue Hill started um, one time in Giltner territory, and then this time right now uh, right around midfield. Yeah, it's all about... That wind can just kill you because if that's punted the other way, heck, that could be a, a 40, 45 yard punt. But instead, it dies and allows Wademan to pick up the football, even with a defender closing in. He did a nice job of breaking some tackles, getting to the outside, gained, gained probably 10, 15 yards on that return. So now Blue Hill wants to come out, take advantage, and try to open up an early lead. Uh, 4.37 to go in this one. So we'll see if Blue Hill tries to score somewhat quickly or if they because they want to keep the wind at their back. MJ Coffey rolls back. He's going to have to scramble now. He'll have a first down. It looks like maybe just short of it, depending on the spot. Uh, everyone came to rush. He kind of just stepped up in the pocket, Trent, and ran around and, and got Well, yep, they're going to give it to him. They're going to be a gain of 10 on first down there for MJ Coffey. Yeah, he's got some of the best uh, pocket awareness you'll see from a young quarterback. The He's only a sophomore, and you can just see he can feel the pocket closing in. He'll step up in the pocket, but he'll keep his eyes downfield, maybe give a little fake, and it seems like he always gets to the sideline and avoids taking the extra hit. So first down and 10 now from the 20-yard line, or the, excuse me, the 30-yard line, and in motion was Wademan, handed off to Mormon, and hit there nicely by the Giltner defense, so falls forward, gains two yards, maybe a yard on the play. Yeah, they're doing a good job of taking away the the inside runs. Uh, Blue Hill hasn't really gotten anything going up the middle. All the runs have been, you know, on the outside. They've been uh, runs of 10, 8, and 8 by Coffee, and one run by Wademan on 18, and those were all to the outside. So 
Giltner doing a nice job defensively on the interior. Second down and eight now for the Bobcats, looking to go up by two possessions here in this one. They're in Hornet, Hornet territory. It's going to be a handoff in the jet sweep motion to Colton Wademan, and Wademan will get pushed out of bounds there. Uh, just shy of the 20-yard line. Yeah, if he's just got a little bit more room on that outside, he was going to outrun him. But uh, uh, they run to the uh, narrow side of the field, which is fine. Uh, he just ran out of room. Uh, if he could cut back and he could have maybe uh, got closer to that first down marker. So as it stands, Blue Hill looking at about a third and four. Uh, don't be surprised if they run. One thing you can do if you run man coverage on defense, you can just run your receivers off and then uh, usually the flats are clear, especially on third and four or five. Third and three now for Blue Hill. 3.42 to go in the opening quarter. It'll be a handoff to Mormon. He'll have the first down, and he'll get knocked around. Gets across the 15-yard line. going to spot him down at the 14, so another first down for Blue Hill, and they're in the red zone. Yeah, and uh, it's happening quick. They're getting chunk plays right now. Blue Hill is averaging 6.6 yards a carry, and uh, if you told any coach... Um, in Nebraska, you're going to average almost seven yards a carry. They'd sign up for that. That's that's a really good number. And Blue Hill, usually those numbers don't come until later in a ball game. Right. Uh, rushing numbers usually get bigger. So great start for Blue Hill so far. Three sixteen to go here. First down and ten for the Bobcats. The wind will switch directions in the second quarter. We'll see if Giltner can do anything with it. Blue Hill's trying to find Pater another time before. Coffee being flushed in the pocket on the right side. He'll be sacked there for a loss of three or four yards. Had that man coverage, Trent, but this time a uh, good job by Gilner getting to MJ. Yeah, they did a great job. of. Uh, that was a coverage sack because he had nowhere to throw. Uh, they ran two routes to the outside, looked like maybe a post and a flag, and, and they just kind of were able to sit back and read that. And then uh, the defensive line did a great job of staying and contained because – you can't get too far upfield on coffee. He'll he'll burn you for uh, 10, 20 yards on those scrambles. Kula and Wilmot, the ends. Wademan, the wing back. And there'll be a handoff now to Mormon, and Giltner snuffs that one out. Another loss for Blue Hill. So it's promising drive now is starting to stutter here as we get into the red zone it'll be third down and long now for the blue hill in the way the giltner's built they're built for these um this these red zone situations they've got they've got pretty good skill players and they've got some big boys up front and they're doing a good job of penetrating they're doing a good job of containing and their coverage downfield is is uh pretty good so far early in this game if you can run a route maybe over the middle and open that thing up now they're going double set double twins and that's really going to spread Giltner out look for maybe a draw or just an easy slant wait a minute see him to the left and they're going to go into the middle and it was intended for Mormon on the right side and it is incomplete good idea but just overthrows his receiver, and it's now fourth down and 15. And if you look at uh, where you're at on the field, you don't have a kicker, so you know it's four-down territory. You don't have to necessarily get the first down or the touchdown on that third down. You, right. you can cut it in half and uh, salvage a little bit. So now you're looking at fourth and 14. You, you basically have to go for it. Punt does nothing. You don't have a kicker. So now if you're Giltner, defend the – Defend the end zones and don't let anything behind you. 
Wademan in motion. That'll be a design quarterback keeper with coffee. Gets a block from Wademan. And he's going to be close to the first down, but I believe he'll be short. They're going to spot him at the five-yard line. Needed about three or four more for that one, but from the far sideline. Looked like he had a chance to get to it, but good job by Giltner. Not letting them get that first down. So another deep um, starting drive position for Giltner, but you got to be happy you didn't let Blue Hill find Pater, and you're still only down one possession. Yeah, so uh, you've got to be ecsta- – I mean, you've just got to be thrilled – uh, if you're Coach Bartos or Coach Lauer, uh, any of those guys, Coach Spots, you're, you game planned all week. You wanted a good start. You want to stay in this ball game, and that's exactly what they're doing. They get the big red zone stop. You've got to convert in the red zone in these type of ball games. So they'll start from their own five-yard line. It'll be a runner across the five-yard line. Gets to, let's call it the nine, so gain of four now. One thirty to go in this opening quarter, and Giltner... Probably going to be in no hurry to get a couple more plays off. Yeah, they just want to try to milk that clock. you got to move the ball, but you want to milk that clock, give yourself breathing room, wait till that quarter flips so you can get the wind in that second quarter. Be interested to see if Coach Riley Arms uses a timeout. I'm not sure that that is something that he would use. Here comes a second down run for Giltner. I believe that was the quarterback, McKay. McKay just kind of drug some Blue Hill Bobcats with him on his way to a first down. So Giltner does uh, get enough to move the first down. And, you know, with a minute left in this uh, first quarter, they can run a couple more plays and at least get to a third down. And uh, you can switch sides and you can have the win for that second quarter. So it'll be first down and 10 now from the 15 for the Hornets. Split two guys to the right. Okay, we'll take this from the shotgun. It'll be a quarterback keeper on the left side. Tries to spin out of the tackle. Is unable to do so. He'll gain three yards on the play. So this, they put twins on uh, our side here, the the near side, and they just kind of go, you know, McKay's going to line up. He's going to look, see where's, where are my numbers at. And it's, that time it was weak side, and he was able to get about four yards. Four yards, that's that's a good play if you're Giltner. You're now looking at about second seven, second six, that's that's really manageable. Clock is now under 10 seconds to go. It is second down and seven here on the opening quarter of play here on the Breeze 94.5. They are going to snap it and go with the design quarterback keeper again on the left side. Gains another three or four yards here. Struck zeros here in this opening quarter, so it'll be an important third down. And about four or five here when we come back. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back to high school football. Let's take a quick look at the furniture and mattress direct scoreboard update in Class A. Over on KXPN, Carney with a 13-0 lead on Millard West. Grand Island with a 21-0 lead on Omaha. Brian, other D2 scores around the area. Elwood defeated Pleasanton 14-13. Overton leads Loomis 6-0. That's in the first quarter. Over in D1, Burwell defeated Amherst last night. 
thirty-six to twenty-two. Let's look at some Class B scores. Hastings up on York, fourteen to nothing. That's in the first quarter. Second quarter scores here: Northwest and Beatrice deadlock at seven, and Gearing and Lexington deadlocked at zero. Third down and five now from the twenty-four. The Hornets rolling right is McKay. He'll have a man complete, and it looks like it'll be enough for a first down. It looked like it was complete out there in the flat to. Yeah, hard to see with the, you know, the rain. I think that was uh, Camden Humphrey just on a little crossing round. Got about five yards. So they are going to call him short. He must have stepped out of bounds on that far side. So that takes the uh, six-yard pass, makes it a four-yard pass. So it'll be fourth down and one now for Gilner, and I think we'll have a quarterback keeper here. Maybe try to draw him off sides. It's taken there by. Okay, and he'll have enough this time for the first down, and let's give him two more. So gain a three for the quarterback, and another Giltner first down, and this time they've got the wind at their back going right to left as you look inside your radio dial. Yeah, pretty easy decision considering uh, you just stopped Blue Hill in the red zone. Now you don't want to gamble that many times on it, but uh, you stopped him in the red zone last time. Now you're in fourth down. You have the wind at your back, uh, and they got it pretty easy, so... Uh, nice job by Gilner to come out, and uh, they're making this thing a fight. Lance McKay, quarterback, takes in the shotgun. to be a design quarterback keeper on the left side. Had a hole, but it was filled quickly by the Blue Hill interior line. Looks like a nice stop there by Cade Golter, the senior defensive lineman for the Bobcats. Yeah, there's nothing going. Cade Golter just shot through there and uh, wrapped up, and once he's once he's got somebody, he's there's, there's nowhere for him to go. So now... Blue Hill gets the uh, they get the short run now. Giltner's behind schedule. They're second nine. Um, you've got to have a big play here. You're probably going to be forced to throw the football. Giltner will split two guys to the right and one guy to the left. And Wilson will take this now. Or excuse me, McKay. No, it is Wilson in the quarterback now. And he'll be across. The 30-yard line, they're going to put him down at the 32-yard line, so let's call it a gain of five. And now, third and five, that's manageable. Dakin Wilson, uh, sub back in that time. He's he's a shiftier quarterback. He's got the more he's got more top-end speed. Um, he's the leading passer, the leading rusher, so um, you saw him on that play. He's got just a little more versatility uh, instead of just the power from McKay. So an important third down here. The first drive with the wind at their back for the Hornets. We'll see what they do. Penalty flag flies in the air. Wilson tries to keep this one hit hard there by Max Mormon. Good tackle there by Max. And I believe this will back up Giltner, though, it looked like. Yeah, they were they were falling forward almost just left a little too early on that. And that was right in front of the side judge. And they're going to call that one every time. So they'll move them back five yards. And that's good for Blue Hill. Um Looks like they're going to decline the penalty, though, Trent. Well, you just you just gave up the the fourth down conversion on the last set of downs, so I would maybe take the chance and back them up. But. Fourth down and five, and it's decision time for Coach Bardos. They're going to punt it or go for it here. Looks like they might go for it, bringing in Nate Lichty. A lot of times you're 0-5, you don't have much to lose, so you're in a tight ball game. Go for it. See what happens. Give yourself a chance. So it'll be 
Dakin Wilson at quarterback. He'll take the snap. Oh, it's Wilson, or McKay, excuse me. McKay rolls right, throws across his body. He has a man. It's complete across midfield and down at the, let's call it right at midfield. So they rolled everyone right and then threw across his body. Had a man across the middle. It looked like Kyle Frederick complete right at midfield. So interesting play call, but it works for Coach Bardos and the Hornets. Yeah, and uh, that's the gamble. You don't know if you should uh, take the penalty and move them back five yards or you just give them the fourth down and make them punt it away. But they went forward on fourth and short last time and got it. And that's two fourth down conversions on this drive. Now McKay will take this one, step up in the pocket, rolls around and gets away from the defender, throws it to his receiver, hits him in the chest, and it falls incomplete. Had a man open, and it looked like Dakin Wilson, the sophomore wide receiver slash quarterback, um, just wasn't able to bring that one in. Yeah, nothing doing there. So um, now, uh, you know, he had some guys open, evaded the rush. They've shown they can throw the ball down the field. Now Blue Hill's got to do a better job of staying on their guys. That was almost completed, um, but the boundary kind of threw that one off. He did catch it. He was just out of bounds. 8 nothing. Blue Hill with the lead. They look like they're going to bring pressure here. Design quarterback keeper with McKay, and McKay will fall forward. He'll gain about 7 on the play, so goes from 2nd down and 10 to 3rd and 3 now. For Giltner, so good job keeping this drive moving after the incompletion on the previous play to Wilson. Yeah, so um, you got third manageable. Um, those quarterback keepers have been working great for you. Or you could take the shot downfield. I would, I would just try to get a couple yards and make this thing a fourth and short. Okay, we'll take this one again. This time he's got nothing doing. Hit in the backfield again by Blue Hill, and again it was number 51, Cade Golter, stopping quarterback keeper there so now it'll be fourth down third, third yeah fourth down here for Giltner yeah you want to see if uh, third time's a charm for the Bobcat defense have given up two fourth down conversions on one drive now you've got fourth down approximately four yards um, your defensive line is playing good now you've got to make sure you're covered in the backfield and keep contained and see if you can get off the field Low snap, fielded there by McKay. He's going to try and get to the pylon, and he'll, or excuse me, the first down marker, and he will, and he'll get three or four more beyond that as well. So gain of eight for Giltner, and another first down. Actually, a little wrinkle there. They put Kyle Frederick back at uh, quarterback and let him did. run. Um, you know, they're clear on the other side. Hard to see those orange numbers. Uh, from here, and that's three fourth down conversions on this drive, and Giltner's just eating the clock away. So back at quarterback now is Frederick, and he'll take it and dive across the 25-yard line. So a solid gain of two there for the new quarterback, the third quarterback we've seen tonight. I don't know if you'd call him a quarterback more so much as the Wildcat runner here in this look from the Hornets? Yeah, just direct snap, and you're going right or left. And if you're Blue Hill, you should probably know what's coming if 88's lined up in the backfield. He's their best receiver, so um, you know they're probably not going to throw with him. Um, so now they're going to split. Frederick out wide, and they'll bring McKay back into quarterback. Coach Bartle's throwing some wrinkles at the Bobcat defense. This was a high snap. Fielded there. Gets across the 20-yard line. Pushed out of bounds there by Wademan. 
And it'll be under seven minutes to go now here in this second quarter of play. Stay tuned. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show is coming up. They took over this drive with 140 left in the first quarter. Now they're down to under seven minutes here in the second quarter. So they're putting together. They're just two and clock off the uh, they're two and a clock down, and it's kind of looking like an Iowa Hawkeye drive. I hate to say it, but Iowa's really good at uh, shortening up possessions, making it so you only get a couple possessions per quarter. Lance McKay back at quarterback. He'll roll right and fall forward here. Gets right at the 15-yard line, and another first down for Gilner. He needed a yard. He got two. And Giltner getting close, or they're in now the red zone. And they, uh, you know, they're uh, switching Frederick and McKay and Wilson in there. So you can't fall asleep if you're Blue Hill because one of these times it's going to be Wilson back there and he's going to throw over your head and it's going to be it's going to be a touchdown, especially if you get down here in the red zone at the 15, 16 yard line. Timeout on the field. Giltner coach Chip Bartos will take it. They'll first timeout. Of this first half, we'll take it with them. Back in 30, you're listening to high school football on KLAQ, The Breeze 94.5, and online at palaverpreps.com. For all your furniture and flooring needs, stop at Blue Hill Furniture. In business since 1889, Blue Hill Furniture has the stability, selection, and quality of larger stores to go with friendly service and competitive prices. Top brand names, too. If you're looking for a single piece or an entire room, Blue Hill Furniture will take care of you. Better Buys in Blue Hill, located at 501 West Gage. For your convenience, they accept Visa and MasterCard. Blue Hill Furniture proudly supports Blue Hill Athletics and Academics. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back. Jeff Babel, Trent Ockengay with you. Let's take a look at the Furniture Direct scoreboard update. Let's start in C1 now this time. Central City and GICC with a baseball score. 3-2 to two Islanders on top of the Bison. Scoreless between Kozad and Minden also in the second quarter. Aurora with a 12-0 lead over Fillmore Central also in the second quarter. And over on Power 99 tonight. Power 99. 7-6 Kearney Catholic Stars with the lead over Sutton, so conversion there, the difference in this one. First down and 10 now for Giltner, trying to even the score here. It'll be a pre-snap penalty, and it looked like Giltner got another head start, Trent. Yeah, and that's going to back him up five, so now you go first and 10 to first and 15. Uh, better get that penalty on first down than third down, so you got more more time. It's actually second down, so they'll replay the down, and the way they've been running their offense, it's just been... Uh, QB ISO left, QB ISO right. They'll they'll send twins to the far side and go to the weak side with the quarterback. Try to outrun them to the boundary. So it is first down. The converted got it into the red zone. And then Coach Bartos took that timeout. The uh, dial it down is incorrect. Now it looks like Frederick back at quarterback. He's going to throw this one into the end zone and incomplete. Had a couple men down there, but uh, nowhere near them, so it falls incomplete. So that was the first time we've seen Frederick throw the ball, Trent, and maybe that's why he's more of a receiver. Yeah. Not often you have uh, three quarterbacks taking attempts in a ball game unless you have an injury and run a trick play, but this is just they're kind of running a three-quarterback system right now. They're just doing whatever they can to move the football, and if it's Frederick throwing the ball and you're not expecting it, then that's what they're going to do. And they probably had a receiver open. He just He's not as accurate as uh, probably Dakin Wilson. McKay did get hurt earlier in this game, but he is back, so it is now a true three-quarterback system 
for the Hornets. And back now, McKay. McKay will throw this one on the slant across the middle, and it's complete. But for minimal yardage, probably gains three or four on the play. So third down and long now. And, of course, it's four-down territory, so you've got two cracks to get uh, the remaining 13 yards here, Trent. And I think Blue Hill coaches want another, wanted another false start penalty. They're just – I don't know if it's affecting anything, but, you know, they're they're taking off just a split second early. That'll happen with a lot of young kids out on the football field. But, nevertheless, they do complete the pass and, and gain a little bit back. Third down 12 now from the 17. Okay, we'll roll right. Has a man open underneath. It looks like Frederick. And it'll be complete down at the 13-yard line. So gain of four. Now, if you're Blue Hill, what's killed you on these fourth downs has been your containment. The QBs have been able to get to the outside on these power runs. Now you've got to be able to turn them back inside. You can't get you – can't, can't, you can't let them wheel block you and, and – uh, get to the outside you've also got to be wary of uh you know taking a shot to the end zone here so we'll see if giltner can convert their fourth yep. fourth down i was on just gonna drive. say that they've done it three times this is the all-important fourth drive they're in the red zone they're needing to fight pay dirt on this one mckay throws it and it's going to be caught and complete i'm not sure he's going to have enough for that first down depends on the spot and they're going to have him down at the four. They will move the chain. So yep. first down for the Giltner Hornets, their fourth. Fourth down conversion of this drive. That is taking advantage of the clock. 5.40 to go here in the opening half. It'll be a design quarterback keeper with K on the right side. Looks like he'll lose two or three yards on that one. And now when you get in the red zone, everything condenses, everything shrinks. So you have to... Uh, everything up front, you've got to hold. Um, you've got to hold penetration out. You've got to be able to give your quarterback time because everything's there's no room. So um, Blue Hill knows what's coming. They're going to flow downhill. I suppose if you're Gilman, you just would rather be fourth down right now so you can get the conversion. <laughs> five minutes to go in this one. Second down and goal from the five yard line, and K will take this one. Rolls right as. As the corner gets pushed out of bounds there, just shy of the goal line. So now looks like he's spot at the three or the four here. So they give him, they give him two yards there. So now he's your third and goal from about the call it the three yard line. So basically you're running, you got two chances to get a two point conversion basically here. Uh, that's where the yardage is at. Under center now. Is McKay. McKay, excuse me, that's Wilson and a penalty flag on Gildner. It's going to be another full start, so this one will back him up five yards. Yeah, that's Killer because uh, they're going to give it to the fullback, Cole Consbrook, lining up there, and I think he was going to get it. Now, that makes that a little bit tougher because you're now you went from third and two or three to now third and I'd call it seven yards, so your play call is going to change up just a little bit. Like Trent said, it looked like they were going to be able to walk into the end zone with Cronsbrook, but uh, third down and goal from the seven. They'll get two cracks at it. We'll see which quarterback they decide because it was Wilson that time under center, and it looks like they'll go with him again. Same play, and Blue Hill paid attention and didn't let him get more than a yard there, so it'll be fourth down and goal from the six. And that time it was, uh, we've said his name a couple times, but Cade Golter comes off his block and uh, 
meets him in the hole there and and stops Cole Consberg in his tracks. So now you've got about third and five, third and six, and I think Giltner wants to uh, make sure they get this play call right. Coach Bartos takes his second time out of the half. We'll take it with him. You're listening to high school football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at plaverpreps.com. Ron's Pharmacy is your Health Mart Pharmacy in Blue Hill with complete pharmacy service, including mail-out service. Ron's Pharmacy also has school supplies, American greeting cards, Russell Stover's candies, and Timex watches. You can trust and depend on Ron's Pharmacy because they've been serving you for more than 40 years. Ron's Pharmacy proudly supports academics and athletics in Blue Hill and wishes all the athletes and coaches good luck. Ron's Pharmacy, your Blue Hill Health Mart Pharmacy. This is Eric Lichty, the branch manager of Giltner State Bank, a branch of Henderson State Bank, member FDIC. I would like to invite you to stop into our new location just off of the Giltner Spur. Come meet our friendly staff and visit with us about our products and services. We have a hometown friendly atmosphere that will make your banking experience pleasant. We specialize in agricultural loans as well as your personal loan needs. We're an equal housing lender. Come in and see what we can do for you. The Breeze 94.5. Dick and Wilson will roll right, and you'll get tackled in the backfield there by MJ Coffee Penalty Flag on the play. I believe it was a hold there on the Hornets, and of course Blue Hill will decline the penalty, and now it'll be a turnover on downs. So a big stop there, Trent, because Giltner had taken, what was it, almost nine minutes of time there in time of possession and uh, came away with no points. Nine minutes, no points, four fourth down conversions. It's That's one of the crazier drives we've seen this year. Uh, we've seen some crazy things, but that's right up there. Nine-minute drive, zero points out of the whole deal. So Blue Hill going to the win for their first time this evening. MJ Coffey will keep it on the right side. Has a hole there, gets across the 15. Tiptoes out of bounds at the 20-yard line. Gets pushed out of bounds rudely there by the Giltner Hornet defense. Everyone's up and okay, though. So a gain of 10 there for... Well, let's give him 11, and a Bobcat first down for MJ Coffee. That looked just a little bit different than what we had been seeing. It was a little bit faster than what we had seen from the Giltner offense, and they get 11 yards just like that. Uh, don't have to worry about fourth down there, and they come out. And if they can put together a drive here, uh, they can they can make this a two-touchdown half, probably going into the uh, two-touchdown lead going into half. Sort of their own 10-yard line, their worst field position start this drive. Giltner was finally able to put together a deep drive, and Blue Hill jumped early there on the right side. Looked like Max Mormon tried to get a little bit of a head start on his route, and he'll cost his team five yards. Yeah, you don't want to be in first and 15, and that's what's going to happen, so they will reset the chains, and they'll try her again. First and 15, you want to, you can still throw the ball. I, the, when the flags are whipping pretty good out there from a South, maybe a slightly southeast breeze, maybe a little bit of a crosswind in there. Folks are in their blankets and scarves and hats. First real chilly night of the high school football season. There'll be a handoff to Mormon on the right side. He'll dive across the middle, gets down to the 23-yard line, so a gain of seven. And that makes it second manageable now. You're not second 14 or 13. You're second eight. Now you can just run your normal offense. You can run a dive or a fly sweep. We haven't seen fly sweep to um, Colton Wayman in a while. Maybe look for that. 
Uh, he's lined up on the far side, so he'll be coming to the short side, but still, it's been working for him. Walmart split out to the right. MJ Coffey from the shotgun will send Wademan in motion. Mishandles the snap there, and he's going to be hitting the backfield and sacked at the 16-yard line. So back now to third and long. Whatever you gain there on that last second down, you lost it right back. Yeah, just kind of, I don't know if the snap was off one way or the other, but uh, usually he catches them pretty clean, so not sure what was going on there. And then the, the field was a little bit wet, so he wasn't able to get his footing to get out of the um, the pocket closing in. So now you got third and 14. Uh, probably time to take a shot in the air, I would imagine. Maybe if you have got a screenplay in your book, good time to run it too. We've seen Blue Hill make a couple of big plays early on in this game. We'll see if they can muster up one here right now. Coffee will take this from the shotgun. He looks right. He's going to have to be flushed from the pocket. Rolls left, and he's going to be sacked again this time on the left side. He got taken down by Levi Hoffman for the sack. Cole Consbrook. Actually, Cole Consbrook there. He's wearing 34, and he's got 32 listed on the roster. So, uh, Consbrook, he's played a good game early on. And Blue Hill, you want to punt this football away. You're uh, in your own red zone here. Uh, got to get a good snap, good punt away, and make sure you got good coverage. But, yeah, just no time for him to throw. Consbrook beat Ockendale off the edge there. Punt for Blue Hill. Bounce at midfield and be fielded there at the 34-yard line for Gilner and runs it across midfield and pushed out of bounds at the 37-yard line. Hornets will have two minutes, just under two minutes, a buck 53 to go until the Ravenna Sanitation halftime show. They'll try to score with one timeout at their disposal. So they'll have to move quickly here. They do have the wind at their back. Grant find Peter. You're not gonna find a kicker at this level. But the Hornets have life again. Yeah, and they've got the ability to throw the football. But what they want to do is they want to take time off the clock. But under, with a two minutes left in the half, they're gonna want to throw. Back to throw is McKay. Looked like it bounced incomplete. Had a man there, but hit him in the hands, and then he traps it, so it'll fall incomplete now. Stops the clock with 1.46 to go in this one. They'll start it from... So they ran two guys deep, and then they ran they ran the hitch underneath. They, they, had the, they had the hitch underneath wide open, so maybe something to look at. That's something you tell your receiver he's running into the huddle. Um, you know, they ran him off and kind of a comeback route, just a little, just a little button curl. See what Coach Bartos draws up here on the second down and 10. It'll be another pass. McKay pump fakes this time. Got a man on the right side, throws it up there, and incomplete. Intended on that right side for it looks like Nate Lichty. Yeah, they'll they'll try to throw to Lichty or Cal Frederick. And you know, at this point you've got the wind. You just your third and ten time is uh let's see, we've got one thirty nine on the clock, so third and ten, take a shot down the field. A couple things can happen. They can intercept it and you're you're down at the 10 or the 15-yard line. You can get pass interference, or you can you can make the play and uh, move the sticks. The wind is starting to really whip. There's a couple of flags there on that opposing sideline. It's really picked up now here at Blue Hill High School. 
K will take the snap. Pump fake again on the right side. Throws that same route. It's got a man wide open on the right side, and it is complete at the five-yard line and into the end zone for the touchdown. 37-yard touchdown completion for Gilner, and they find Pater with 132 to go in this one. They just gave him the little pump fake. McLean Seaman bit on it, and it was uh, he just threw it in the air, and it got the wind. It carried enough. Zeman reached out. His hand just couldn't get there. And Frederick came down with the touchdown catch. That's exactly what Giltner needed. They ran nine minutes off in the first quarter. Then they come out with two minutes left, and they convert on the third down. And they shortened this game up, but got points this time. Two-point conversion now is up in the air, and it is incomplete. Falls just at the goal line, and the try is no good. So it is to 8-6. Blue Hill maintains their two-point lead with 1.32 to go in this one. They'll have one more crack at it. Before the Red Band and Sanitation Halftime Show, we'll take a break. Back with more high school football. You're listening to The Breeze 94.5 and online at platverpreps.com. Trust has earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. The Breeze, 94.5. Quarterback to quarterback for the first points for the Hornets. Dakin Wilson receives it from Lance McKay. 37-yard touchdown pass. And if you're Giltner, I think, Trent, you wanted to maintain a hot start so that you could be in this game. And just right now, just before halftime, it's a one. It's it's a two-point game, so you've got to be really happy. Yeah, you've got to be thrilled. Uh, you probably wanted to convert that two-point conversion. That's obvious to say, but um, they're happy to just be in this football game. They've played some teams tough. Uh, they've also played some really tough teams, so don't let the scoreboard fool you. Smith will boot this one away. Fielded there by Blue Hill at the 10-yard line. Getting across is Wademan, and he'll be across midfield and knocked out of bounds at the 35-yard line. Penalty flag thrown for a late hit. Wonder if that's a tackled on the Blue Hill sideline. A little bit of a benefit call there. Yeah, I think maybe he got close to his face mask. Let's see what they call here. At any rate, he's knocked out at the 35. We'll add probably 15 more. Horse collars, the official call. So it wasn't a late hit. So big return. That's a big answer the Blue Hill needed because Giltner gets the football back at halftime after halftime. So uh, Wademan, he's returned a kick for a touchdown this year, and that time uh, he found space. You give him space, it's going to be hard to catch him. They did a good job of actually slowing him down where they did, but Blue Hill takes over at the 20-yard line of Giltner, basically in the red zone here. First down and 10 from the 20-yard line for the Bobcats. 1.24 to go in this one. They'll send Wademan in motion, the guy who just returned it. Send everybody right. They'll hand it off to him on the counterplay left. And it looked like he had something there going for a little bit, but then he's knocked on his tuchus. Gains right back to the original line of scrimmage. We'll give him one or two there, it looks like. And Blue Hill will stop the clock with a timeout, trying to score one more time before halftime. We'll take it with him. Back in 30, you're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at playoverpreps.com. 
in Giltner, stop by and see your friendly insurance agents at Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw Insurance specializes in crop, farm, property, casualty, life, and health. For a free consultation, stop by the Giltner office or give them a call. Robert Shaw Insurance. The South Central State Bank of Campbell, Franklin, Oxford, Blue Hill, and Red Cloud is a full-service bank offering every banking service your family might need. Offering internet and mobile banking. Log on to southcentralstatebank.com. Good luck sports teams from the South Central State Bank, member FDIC. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back to Blue Hill High School. Jeff Babel alongside Trent Hockengay with you here, and it looked like Trent that that last play was a counter play to uh, Wademan, and it looked like he might have had the corner, but just an excellent play by Giltner not letting him get that first down. Yeah, excellent job by them of staying home. Uh, a lot of times if you, you've you been running one way, one way, and you come with a counter, you can lull teams to sleep, but they did a great job of staying in their lane. Coffee in the shotgun. Wademan will go out to pass, and he'll throw to the running back in the backfield. And that's Mormon. Ball's fumbled, and it's going to be recovered by Gilner, dangerously close to that sideline. We'll see if the official does officially rule to recovery. I believe they... The ball was... It was, it was basically on the resting line. Resting out of bounds. So when the Giltner player, he did jump on it, but he didn't have control as he, uh, as he slid out of bounds. And then so that gives Blue Hill the... Uh, they keep the football now. The rain starting to come down as Blue Hill's trying to punch one in from third and forever. Now would probably not be the time to turn the ball over and, and do something really bad. Third and 21 now. Like Trent had said, the rain is really starting to pick up a little bit. Still not like a heavy downpour, but enough to make the ball wet and lose your footing out there. So we want to avoid any turnovers here at this point. You're going to try and score, but at this point you're trying not to give Giltner the ball back right before halftime. Coffee will take this snap. Rolls to the right. He'll probably keep this one. No, he'll throw. He's got a man wide open there at the 10-yard line and skips it and incomplete intended for Max Mormon. Fourth down now for the Bobcats. And I thought that was a lot of green around Mormon there, Trent. Yeah, um, combination. I think that was weather-related. It was across his body to the far side. You had the wind coming in your face, and you have a wet ball now. Um, you know, they're drying the ball every time, but uh, it's hard to keep that thing dry, so maybe slipped out of his hand a little bit, left that thing short. Now you got fourth and forever, uh, fourth and 21. Uh, just send your guys on four verts deep and uh, throw it up and see what happens. Yeah, the play clock or the, yeah, the play, or the game clock will stop no matter what, so you'll likely see a pass here from Blue Hill. And stepping up in the pocket is Coffee. Hit hard there at the 20-yard line, so he'll be well short of the first down. It'll be a turnover on downs for Blue Hill. And now uh, you can't give up on defense if you're Blue Hill because Giltner uh, just beat you deep over the top. They've got the wind. They don't have the wind in the third quarter, so they're going to try to take advantage with 51 seconds left, and they're going to take over the football, and they're going to keep. I think they're going to keep trying to exploit this, the secondary here. Rain is starting to really pick up here in Blue Hill. Penalty call was a personal foul on Blue Hill. It was declined by the Hornets. Not sure why personal foul would have been declined, but at any rate, the Hornets will take over now. First down and 10 from their own 20. They'll go deep here. 
I've got three guys out there. It falls in between all three of them incomplete. Man. Good coverage there by Blue Hill. Yeah, if he, but if he just kept running, six. I mean, he had, he had him out there to uh, Camden Humphrey. Humphrey gave up on it. You got a 20-mile-an-hour wind at your back. That ball's going to fly a lot farther than you think. Um, if I'm Gilner, I just keep keep taking shots deep. That's what that's what they're known for. They're known for airing the ball out. They've just been trying to limit those turnovers. You're in an eight-six game. You can't turn the ball over. Lance McKay rolls this one to the right. He'll throw this one across his body in the middle and incomplete around the 35-yard line. And it's getting tough now to see those numbers with all that rain down there on the field. So it'll be third down now for Giltner with 39 seconds to go in this one. So one more crack to get that first down. You're probably going to then punt it away, and then we'll probably be at the half here from Blue Hill High School. 8-6 game. Bobcats with the lead on the Hornets. You're listening to The Breeze 94.5 online at platteverpreps.com. Internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. And Giltner looks like they moved early on this one again. Another false start here for the Hornets. Yeah, it's going to back them up five. So what that does, you get the incomplete pass here or you get them stopped. If you get them stopped short of the first down, they're not going to go for it. Um, call your timeout. Make them punt the football away. Don't You don't just want to get to half. The ball is wet. You're snapping back into the wind. Right. It's a little bit tougher to catch it right now. So um, punt. they've been close on a couple of these uh Punt block attempts. The only thing you can't do is uh, run over the kicker. That wind is really starting to pick up now. We've got a couple umbrellas down here in front of us that are inside out. So the weather is going to play a, probably a big factor here in this second half. Gilner will keep this one trying to stay in bounds, and they'll get a solid gain on the play. Looks like about yeah, and I'd be calling call timeout, make them punt the football. I wouldn't just let the clock run out. but right. Possibly get a block. I mean, they're deep in their own end zone. A bad snap goes over the punter's head. You're going to have the ball first down and goal from the 10. Coach Arms won't waste the timeout here. So we'll go to halftime with it 8-6. to six. Blue Hill with the lead. It's been a tale of two quarters. Both teams that had the win at their backs. Each scored on those drives, but they were uh, Giltner unable to convert their two-point conversion while Blue Hill was, and that is the difference in this one. It's 8-6 to six here on Parents' Night here in Blue Hill High School. We'll t- take a break. Back in a couple minutes, you're listening to high school football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at plaverpreps.com. JSGK Catering in Giltner has catered everywhere from cornfields to wedding receptions. Give us a try at your next occasion. Stephen Kathy Hozier and Gail Rath wish the Giltner athletes the best of luck. For more info about JSGK Catering, call 402-849-2244. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a gear guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney in Grand Island. At B&B Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12-month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, 
Let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow to B&B Carpet and Donovan and see why people say that's where we always go. The representatives of the Village of Giltner encourage and support the Giltner Hornets in all of their activities. To succeed, you must believe that you can. Good luck, Hornets, in all that you strive to accomplish from the Village of Giltner. Todd's Body and Glass in Aurora is your collision repair specialist, is proud to support the Giltner Hornets. Play well and be proud from Todd's Body and Glass. The Breeze 94.5. And welcome back to High School Football here on The Breeze 94.5. It's time now for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show. Ravenna Sanitation says, Your trash is their treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. Well, it's a tale of two quarters here from Blue Hill. We'll start recapping the game here from you. Blue Hill started the game receiving the drive. They had a nice drive going, started on their own 24-yard line. They weren't able to find uh, the end zone, so they had to punt the ball away. Then Giltner, on their first drive, had starting quarterback um, McKay get hurt on their opening play, basically uh, came out. He was able to come back into the game. Lance McKay, the senior quarterback, got the start for the Hornets. Giltner then punted away. They had the wind in their face for most of that drive. Blue Hill on their next drive had a good drive going. It started at the Giltner 23, so they didn't have far to go. Capped off by a two-yard touchdown run from Max Moorman. The two-point conversion was successful by Kula, and it was 8-0 Blue Hill after two possessions. Giltner, again, with that wind in their face, decided to punt the ball away. And then Blue Hill turned the ball over on downs on their next possession. Then Giltner finally got the wind at their back. They had a nine-minute drive going. And they got all the way down into territory. They converted four fourth-down conversions that drive, but were unable to find Paydirt. They turned the ball over on downs. So Giltner at the 10-yard line is all they could get muster. Um, so then Blue Hill... Had the ball on their own 10-yard line. They just quickly punted away with the wind switching directions on them. And then Giltner takes advantage on their next drive, finally able to get something going. Drive started on their own 38-yard line. Capped off with a 37-yard touchdown pass from the quarterback Lance McKay to the other quarterback, Dakin Wilson, who's playing receiver tonight. 37 yards and a two-point conversion was unsuccessful for the Hornets. So it was 8-6 Bobcats. Then Blue Hill had... Um, their next possession looks like, uh, they turned it over on downs and had a nice return there by Wademan. It set up a good field position. It was started at the Giltner 20 yard line, but they weren't able to do much. And then, uh, Giltner on their final possession of the half, just tried to run the clock out. And, uh, uh, Boo Hill went to t- uh, halftime with a couple timeouts in their pocket and had a chance. And if they could have used one or two of those, uh, to force a punt there by Giltner. And, you know, with the ball wet and the wind going, you never know what could happen. But uh, Blue Hill was content with the 8-6 lead at halftime. And that's exactly where we're at here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show. We've got a lot of other halftime scores to give you. But first, we'll give you the stats. But first, we'll take a break here on the Breeze 94.5. You're listening to High School Football on PlatteVerPreps.com. 
You've made a smart choice when choosing Glenwood for your home and business technology needs. Glenwood is a leader in fiber technology and continues to expand their fiber footprint throughout South Central Nebraska. At Glenwood, all services are backed by a tech-savvy local team of customer service professionals that offer local support with exceptional customer service. Glenwood is a proud supporter of local area high school sports and academics and wishes all area students much success on and off the court. Visit us online at gtmc.net. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. And welcome back to Blue Hill High School. It's parents' night here for the Bobcats, and they have a quick 8-6 lead here at halftime. You're listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show live from the Husker Power Products broadcast booth powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines in Hastings and Sutton. We'll have a Furniture Direct scoreboard update here momentarily. A lot of halftime scores around the area, but first we need to find out the stats of the game. Let's turn it over now to Trent. All right, we'll start with the Giltner Hornets, the visiting team. Uh, Six points in that first quarter. They had 38 yards after the first quarter. Now they're looking at 113 total yards on 34 plays. Let's see how they did it. Lance McKay, number 22, three for seven, 44 yards, and a touchdown, a big 37-yard touchdown to Dakin Wilson. Dakin Wilson, just that one catch for one touchdown, three for five for 15 yards as well. Also added five carries for 11 yards. Um, Kyle Frederick uh, attempted one pass, did not complete. So 13 passes between three quarterbacks, um, completed six of them for 59 yards and a touchdown. No interceptions. Running the ball, Lance McKay, 11 carries, 29 yards. Kyle Frederick, four carries, 14 yards. Cole Consberg had one carry, did not gain any yards. So like I said, um, 34 plays for 113 yards, averaging um, just about three yards a play. Look at Blue Hill, MJ Coffey, um, three pass attempts, zero completions. We've seen that a couple weeks ago where he started slow. Um, they'll have to get him going. Um, also, MJ Coffey running the ball 10 times for 52 yards. Now that includes losses of four, six, and four um, dropping back to pass. Mm-hmm. So those are three quarterback sacks in there. So um, actually pretty good numbers for him. Colton Wademan just three carries for 28 yards, runs of 18 and eight. Max Mormon, um, eight carries for five yards, including a um, couple big losses, six-yard loss, three-yard loss, and a 10-yard loss. So Blue Hill had 78 yards after the first quarter. They now sit at 85 yards on 24 plays. Are you a little surprised that they haven't got Wademan as involved? I thought against Shelton that they did a good job of getting him involved, especially in that jet sweep motion. Yeah, they they were throwing the ball to him. They were uh, letting him run the ball. They uh, just kind of got away from that. They want to get um, Wademan going, or they want to get Mormon going a little bit. He's ran the ball eight times, but sometimes it just comes down to what's been working for you 
on the field. And right now, Colton Wademan, he's your hot hand, and you've got to kind of ride him. He's a uh, he gives you big plays and special teams, um, and big plays on the field. So, if Blue Hill wants to put some more points on the board, I think the key factor in the second half is going to be Colton Wademan. Colton Wademan, the junior running back. Uh, halfback, receiver, whatever kind of position you want to give him is the hot hand for the uh, Bobcats. They'll have the wind at the third quarter break, so if they really want to come away and put Giltner away, they're going to need to have a big third quarter here to start the second half. You're listening to Havana Sanitation Halftime Show. We'll come back. We'll give you a look at the Furniture Direct scoreboard update. You're listening to High School Football on The Breeze 94.5 and online at platriverpreps.com. In Giltner, stop by and see your friendly insurance agents at Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw Insurance specializes in crop, farm, property, casualty, life, and health. For a free consultation, stop by the Giltner office or give them a call. Robert Shaw Insurance. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back to Blue Hill High School. Jeff Babel alongside Trent Ockingay and back in the studio, Sterling, our producer engineer. Let's take a look at that furniture direct. Scoreboard update brought to you by Furniture and Mattress Direct of Hastings. We deliver the score. They're going to deliver to your door. Get free local delivery, setup, and removal on any beauty rest mattress purchase. Get more than you expect when you shop Furniture Direct and Mattress Direct just south of Sonic and Hastings and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. Let's take a look at that scoreboard. Let's start right here in Class D2. The only other score that we have in progress right now is the Overton and Loomis score. Overton leading Loomis in the second quarter, 20-0. to Earlier today, Elwood with the upset of Pleasanton by a score of 14-13. to So two in a row now that Pleasanton has dropped. So D2 kind of wide open out here in the West. Let's jump over to D1. We still need scores. Um, let's stay in D2 real quick. We need scores from El Salma Myrna. Apertran, Kennesaw at Lawrence Nelson. If you have those, please send them in 308-646-0506 to the guys back at the KKPR and KHAS Studios. They'll have the complete rundown of the scoreboard show, the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show powered by FlatRiverPreps.com. We also need scores in D1 from Alma, Hitchcock County, Ansley, Litchfield, Arcadia Loop City. Elm Creek, South Loop, and Ravenna, and Shelton over in D1. Let's stay in the non-11-man ranks and get you some six-man scores. We got three finals. Eustace Farnham defeating Maywood Hay Center. Stapleton, McPherson County over SEM, and Harvard over Heartland Lutheran. In progress right now in the second quarter, Silver Lake leading Wilcox Hildreth by a score of 40-28. to now let's jump up to Class C, C1. All halftime scores here to report. We still need a Gothenburg at Broken Bow score. If you have it, send it in, 308-646-0506. Adam Central leading Holdridge 21-0 at the half. GICC trails Central City 11-3. That was a 3-2 ball game earlier in this one. Now it is an 
a one-possession game. Central City with the lead by eight. Minden leading Kozad by six at half. A Minden home game there. Aurora leading Fillmore Central 32-0 at half. And Kearney Catholic leading Sutton 17-6 over on Power 99. In Class C2, just underway in the third quarter over on 1230 AM KHAS. Superior leads St. Cecilia by a score of 12 to nothing. We'll need a Donovan Trumbull Sandy Creek score. If you have that one, send it in. St. Paul leads Gibbon 7 nothing in the second quarter. And Wood River leading Centura by a score of 7 to nothing as well. In Class B now, Gearing trails Lexington by 7 at the half. Lexington with a big win over McCook last week. Northwestern Beatrice deadlocked at 7. That's still late in the second quarter. And Hastings High, the Tigers taking care of York right now, 28 to nothing over on KICS. Over in Class A, we've got two scores to report. Carney leading Millard West 13 to 7 at half. That's over on 1460. And Grand Island big over Omaha Bryant, 62 to nothing at halftime. So we'll have a running score in that one. That was your furniture direct and mattress direct scoreboard update brought to you by Furniture and Mattress Direct. We deliver the score. They deliver to your door. Your free local delivery, setup, and removal on any beauty rest mattress purchase. Get more than what you expect when you shop Furniture Direct just south of Hastings, Sonic and Hastings, and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. We'll take another break. Be back with more. Be back with the third quarter next. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. The South Central State Bank of Campbell, Franklin, Oxford, Blue Hill, and Red Cloud is a full-service bank offering every banking service your family might need. Offering internet and mobile banking. Log on to southcentralstatebank.com. Good luck sports teams from the South Central State Bank, member FDIC. JSGK Catering in Giltner has catered everywhere from cornfields to wedding receptions. Give us a try at your next occasion. Stephen Kathy Hosier and Gail Rath wish the Giltner athletes the best of luck. For more info about JSGK Catering, call 402 849 The representatives of the Village of Giltner encourage and support the Giltner Hornets in all of their activities. To succeed, you must believe that you can. Good luck, Hornets, in all that you strive to accomplish from the Village of Giltner. The Breeze 94.5. And welcome back to The Breeze 94.5. Got some rain on the window, so a lot of times it's tough to read these numbers, but we're doing our best. To let you know how everything's going here on the play-by-play, Giltner and Blue Hill. Blue Hill leads it 8-6 to six here on the Breeze 94.5. We're about ready for the third quarter kickoff, Trent. And it's going to be a th- big third quarter, I think, for Blue Hill if they, when they get this. Um, Giltner will get the ball, but Blue Hill will have the wind. Yeah, they've got to do something with it. Uh, they've um, You get the ball. We saw... Giltner on both of their kickoffs of the game. One was a penalty out of bounds and the other one was a return that ended up going down to the 20-yard line. So Blue Hill um, can take advantage here on a kickoff return, kind of jumpstart the second half. And then um, if they can put points on the board, they've got to be able to get off the field defensively. They cannot continue to give up all those third and fourth down conversions. So Blue Hill looking to advance to 4-1 before they hit the meat of their district schedule. Giltner at this point must be in win-out mode as far as if they want to make the playoffs, and they're doing their best tonight. They uh, played Lawrence Nelson tough last week, didn't come away with a victory. Uh, we're about ready for the second-half kickoff here on the Breeze 94.5. Went, win Wilmot back to kick. 
for Blue Hill and deep to receive for Giltner is Humphrey and Lichty. And this ball is teed up at the 30-yard line, and it is in the air and into that south wind. It's going to be fielded there at the 5-yard line across the 20 now is Lichty, and he'll get down to the 25-yard. He's still going. He's finally pushed down at the 34-yard line. So, heck of a return there for Giltner and great starting field position on this drive. Yeah, that can really jumpstart you. What a spark. He was just running through guys, dragging guys for three or four extra yards. Um, You can tell he really wants it. When you are a football team who hasn't won, um, all season long, and you're in a you're in the ball game at halftime. That's got to give you a lot of motivation. So great start for Giltner to come out. I expect more of the same here. Um, some QB isos left and right, maybe a weak side run, and then they'll want to take the shot down the field while they have their wind. See if it's either McKay or Wilson at quarterback, and it's a low snap bounce there, and it is Wilson. He'll get to the 35 yard line, the 36 officially. So they'll give him a couple yards on that gain. Yeah, good design there. They just run off the weak side. Uh, that one more of an ISO to the outside. And he's able to cut up. Gets two or three yards. Good start for Giltner. Now your second manageable. Um, we'll see if they rotate quarterbacks as heavily as they did in the first half because they ran three quarterbacks in and out. Some of that could be some injury things. Others could just be uh, trying to throw Blue Hill off. Giltner go right to left as you look into the radio dial. They'll have the wind at the back, so... They're going to need to try and, f- and find the end zone here. It's going to be a design quarterback keeper here by Wilson. He's got plenty of room to run. He's across the 25-yard. They're going to be pushed out just at the – they're going to say he stepped out, though, um, at the 23-yard line. So it looked like he might have had a few more, but he did step out. But nice job there by Dakin. Wilson running on that left side had a big hole as soon as he tucked it, Trent. Yeah, by far their biggest play, and it was the same play, uh, just a little bit better blocking there on the perimeter. So – what they've done, they've attacked the perimeter. They've get, they're getting good seal blocks, and um, it's worked really well. So, a lot of times when you come out out of a half, um, plays are scripted for you know the first five, six, seven plays, first drive, and it's working well so far for the Hornets. Wilson will take this one, keep it, and go off to the right side. Cuts it upfield now, gets down near near the 15-yard line. They'll spot him down at the 16. So another gain of four for Dakin and a promising drive here for the Hornets on their opening drive of the third quarter. Yeah, hard to see what changed um, at halftime, but um, early on, looks like Giltner's pushing Blue Hill off the line of scrimmage and they're kind of just having their way with them. Um, That's three runs um, to start the half and, and all of them have been really positive. Second down and four for the Hornets. Twins to the left and to the right of Wilson, another quarterback keeper. And Blue Hill will catch him in the backfield. Nice job tackling there by McLean Seaman in the backfield, grabbing him up and didn't let him go. Yeah, that time, um, well, actually, I think Jace Kua was able to get off his block there. Hard to see. That's a nine and a five. But they do get a couple yards there, uh, but it wasn't the big chunk plays that they had been getting on their first three plays. So now... Um, you're obviously in fourth down territory. You don't have to get the first down. Just make it maybe a more manageable um, fourth down if you don't get it here. Third and three, just under 10 minutes to go here in the third quarter of play on the Breeze 94.5. Glad to have you along with us. And another first down here for the Hornets. Looked like Wilson kept that one on the left side. And he was the more dynamic runner, you know, between the two of him and McKay. McKay more the power back. 
And in this third quarter, Coach Bardos wants to find the end zone, and so he's going with the more dynamic guy, the guy who has more rushing and passing yards this year. Yeah, um, just a, just 13 yards in that first half rushing. He's already come out and put together, um, it looks like about 40 yards of rushing just in this first drive. And uh, they're taking quite a bit of time off the clock, already approaching a three-minute drive, and this is exactly what Giltner needed. Uh, they needed to come out, and they needed to start strong in the second half, exactly what they're doing. Under center now is the Hornets, and it'll be a handoff to Consbrook up the middle, and he'll scamper inside the five-yard line, or just right at the five-yard line is where they'll officially spot him. And it'll be first down, or second down, and about three or four here for the Hornets. Yeah, just a little iso play up the middle, and... Uh, is a is a big hitter for them. Uh, they just Blue Hill not able to get off of their blocks, and uh, these are these numbers are really tough for us to see up here. But I think Kyle Frederick on the on that play. But now Gilner wants to spread them out. They don't list a single running back on their roster. They like to spread and go quads and and twins to the right. This will be. Um, Deacon Wilson on the right side. He'll scamper across the chains, have a first down here for the Hornets. Giltner right now is by far outplaying Blue Hill. They've got all the momentum in the world. Blue Hill has no contain, no answer for Giltner. They are just gashing this Bobcat run defense, and uh, it doesn't look to be slowing down anytime soon. Uh, Giltner knocking on the door, probably going to put another one in. Third down and two now. Or third down and goal, or first down and goal, excuse me. They haven't switched the scoreboard here. And just when they get into the red zone, another penalty, but this time offsides on Giltner. You know, they, and I don't want to, I don't want to be that guy, but they've been calling him about half the time that it's been happening. And that time, it was really untimely for Giltner because they were in first and they had about two or three yards to go. And now that backs them up five yards and you're looking at about third and seven and uh that just changes things they're first and seven excuse me they just got the first down so you've got four downs here just run your offense you've been moving the ball punch that in first and goal wilson the quarterback for the hornets takes this one he'll run to the right and he'll get hit right around the original line of scrimmage there by the blue hill interior line it looked like zimmerman in there on the tackle I just call that kind of a power iso, the right side. Uh, he's got two lead blockers in front of him. He just catch, he just catch a snap, call for it, and then, uh, kind of just looks and weaves and finds his way down for a couple of yards. So now you've got second down, and uh, it's about five yards to the goal line. Goal line will get you. Uh, that's the first down marker. So Giltner going to come out and probably run that same kind of power stuff. About three cracks at it, and Wilson will take this one and go left this time, and he'll gain a couple more yards. Little by little, Giltner hoping to find the end zone. Now they're down right around the five-yard line. Inside, let's call it the four, so two more cracks for four more yards. That time they went uh, they went with doubles, so double twins on the outside, two guys to the left at receiver, two guys to the right, maybe one at a wingback position, but and then they wanted to just spread the defense out and fall straight forward. But uh, Golter and, uh, and the linebackers did a nice job of cleaning that up. You got third and five now. Um, two cracks at it for the end zone. McKay in at quarterback now for the Hornets. Wilson split out to the right. McKay will roll right, try to find Dakin, and it'll be falling incomplete. 
right at his feet. And so it'll be fourth down and goal. Blue Hill picks it up. They think they've got a fumble there, but uh, it's in- incorrect. The play's been whistled dead. Players are running down there near the 10-yard line on the way opposite side of the field. It was whistled incomplete right away. Got the Blue Hill crowd on their feet briefly. Well, I guess you got to admire the hustle, but I'm not real sure what he was trying to accomplish there. <laughs> it was a clear incomplete pass. Yeah, it was pretty easy to see through the through the rain and the wind from you know 100 yards away where we're at. But you know, Blue Hill, if you want to win this football game, you got to you got to finish out plays. You know, if you didn't hear a whistle, you know, keep playing. That's that's probably what they're trying to coach them. So refs are huddling up here. I'm not sure if there's penalty flag on the ground i don't believe there is but there is a small conference here with 633 to go in this third quarter of play gilner trying to take their first lead of this game they're down eight to six but they've got the ball fourth down and goal from the four yard line so uh, a couple things you can do just keep running that there's that quarterback eye so maybe put uh We'll see. Because they huddled to make sure it was an incomplete pass, and that's exactly what it was. Yeah, maybe let uh, Cade Golter catch his breath after the <laughs> seven-yard sprint. But uh, Giltner can come out here fourth and, I believe, still fourth and four. So come out. You can run that quarterback ISO. But what I would do is I would give your, your quarterback the opportunity to throw the football. So roll him out. If he's got it, tuck it and go. Um, if there's somebody in the in the back... Maybe drags to the line here. It is McKay at quarterback. Wilson split out to the right. They're going to look for him into the end zone. He dives, and it's incomplete. So a turnover on downs for Giltner, and the Blue Hill faithful pumped up on that one. And Giltner got all the way down to the four-yard line, Trent, but they weren't able to find Pater. They had four cracks at it. But uh, Blue Hill with a big defensive stop. Yeah, um, they drove all the way down to the three-yard line, and it looked like maybe they were going to walk in, but they get the they get the false start again, backs them up five yards, and completely changes the drive. So Blue Hill escapes another one. They've got two, um, they got two stops inside the five yard line, and uh, they've you got to put some points up on the board here. Key here is not turn the ball over, and an extremely high snap on that one, and it's going to be fielded and dove right around the nine yard line. So. A high snap, but it's still a very positive play. Gain of five yards for Blue Hill and gets a little bit out of the shadow of their own end zone there. So they just call um, Power 12 ISO to Max Mormon and uh, able to weave his way up for about five yards. Uh, Coffee's carried the ball already over ten times in this game. He's been a little bit banged up, but I think he's finally healthy. But you just want to kind of spread those carries around as much as you can. See if they try to get Colton Wademan more involved here in the second quarter. It's going to be another direct snap this time to Mormon, and he'll go off the left side, get two or three more yards, and it'll be third down and manageable. And going into that wind, it's not the worst thing in the world to be doing a conservative play call, and that's exactly what we're getting here from Blue Hill. Yeah, so one thing you can do to shorten up your routes, you can throw a uh, you can throw a double move in so that uh, um, maybe you give your receiver – an opportunity to get open, but he's not necessarily 30 or 40 yards down the field. Um, he might be 15 or 20 yards down the field instead, and uh, Coffee can maybe lay one in. It's a big third down here. If they're able to convert, they'll be able to keep Giltner um, with the wind at their back, but on defense, and another 
design run here to Max Mormon, and he'll be across the 15-yard line. That'll be another first down here for Blue Hill. Five minutes, four seconds to go here. And they're just going to keep running that. Uh, Coffee standing on the sidelines. Um, I think he's healthy. They're just uh, what they've done is they've they saw that they can just run power football at him. And uh, Max Mormon, he's uh, carried the ball 11 times, but he's good for about 20 or 25, and he's just going to. Uh, try to run through some people and uh, very capable running back. Same look here from Blue Hill. High snap taken there by Mormon, and he'll run straight to the sideline. And a beautiful job of bringing him down in the backfield there by the Giltner defender. No one went to wait, man. Um, I think maybe he was lined up a little too far back. Uh, it's a long snap back there, and when it's a longer snap, well, that gives the defense more opportunity um, to pursue the football, and you know, you know you're not going to throw. So what you're doing, you're just running downhill and um, hope you don't get burned on a counter. But they've been staying home on those. Nice job by Roth bringing him down in the backfield. So second down and twelve now, and another high snap. And this time fielded by Mormon, and he ends up getting across the 30-yard line down near almost the 40, so almost to midfield. So huge gain there by Max Mormon. And what a play looked like Trent could have been big-time problem. Almost a turnover turned into a huge game for Max Mormon. Yeah, Max Mormon dropped the snap. Picked it up and was able to run past a, an almost tackle for 25 yards. That's exactly um, what Blue Hill was needing. So I think they send MJ Coffey back into the ball game. I don't see him on the sideline. He could line up a receiver. He's a capable athlete. It'll still be Max Mormon there in the deep formation. He slips there. There's that, that first time we've really seen the, the field conditions come into play there. Max Mormon will lose seven yards here on that one. And it looked like Golter took a spill as well. So the field conditions are really starting to play a factor now. And I'm looking for Coffee Trent on the sideline. I'm not seeing him. Yeah, I don't see. Oh, he's, uh, there. oh there he is. Yeah, he's uh, standing there behind. So he's keeping his legs warm. Yes. I'm not sure if it's a hamstring or if he's just getting the series off, perhaps. But uh, Mormon. The de facto quarterback now, and he'll take this one and gets near the original line of scrimmage, falls forward, and gets a yard past that as well. So it'll be third down and nine. Let's call it a gain of eight for Max Mormon and a Giltner player slow to get up, and it'll be an official's timeout for injury. We'll take it with him. Back in 30, you're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at platteverpreps.com. Todd's Body and Glass in Aurora is your collision repair specialist, is proud to support the Giltner Hornets. Play well and be proud from Todd's Body and Glass. Thramers Food Center is located in downtown Blue Hill. At Thramers, they take pride in their fresh meat produce and their fast, friendly hometown service. Stop in for their daily lunch specials, some home fried chicken, or any of their delicious deli items. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays, 8 to 5.30. Good luck, Bobcats, from Tim and Deb and the crew at Thramers Food Center in Blue Hill. The Breeze 94.5. Hobbled player for Gilner is uh, Lance McKay. The second time we've seen him come down with an injury. So we'll probably have to see more of Dakin Wilson at quarterback for the Hornets. But right now, 
there on defense, and Gilner's driving the ball here, third down and nine here right at midfield, and Mormon will take the snap. Or it's Coffee now back in the game, and he falls down. Looks like he'll gain a yard. Giltner thinks they he fumbled the ball. Referee will signal that he was down, so it'll be fourth down now and eight for Blue Hill. MJ Coffee back into the game, Trent. Yeah, I would, I would definitely go for it here. Uh, I I would want I would not want to punt this ball into the wind um, with a wet field. I would just do whatever you can to just keep the ball in your possession. Don't lose it. The field is getting really slick out there. We've seen a number of guys fall down, uh, but McLean Seaman is set to uh, punt this ball away. Two twenty-four to go in this one for Blue Hill. Shift the formation and coffee. It'll be a pooch punt here. And we'll see if that one finds the end zone down there inside the 10-yard line is where it will be touched by Colton Wademan. And it'll be first down and 10 for the Gilner Hornets from their 9-yard line. So they'll have to go the length of the field in 157 with the wind at their back. Otherwise, it'll be Gil- or Blue Hill will have the wind in the fourth quarter and. We say that because the flags here are whipping, the rain is starting, so you're not going to see probably a ton of points. So each possession now becomes each very, very much more important. Yeah, especially since Giltner's been running a lot of time off the clock. If they can come out and put one, put together one of those you know, five- or six-minute drives, that's going to be big for them. So uh, it's going to be Dakin Wilson at the quarterback, and um, we'll see if Lance McKay can come back in or if Kyle Frederick's going to have to spell him. So Wilson will take this one, and... Breaks a few tackles, gets down at the 13-yard line. So quick gain, a little three for Dakin Wilson. Yeah, Dakin Wilson, just a little uh, QB run there and then brought down by McLean Seaman. And uh, it looks like uh, Max Mormon was also in on the tackle. Um, I think Kate Golter actually had a chance to uh, make the play as well, but I think Cole Consbrook made a nice block on him. So it'll be 128 to go here, second down and seven for Giltner and the wind at their back for just a few more minutes here in this one. It'll be a quarterback keeper on the right side. Wilson gets hit hard and out of bounds there. Gains probably one or two on the play. Stops the clock. Yeah, actually Kyle Frederick came in and uh, ran to the outside and Camden Humphrey just couldn't hold that block on the edge. So uh, Max Mormon and uh, looked like Jerome Zimmerman actually came over and helped clean that play up. So third down here for the Hornets. Seven yards to go. One ten to go in this third quarter. 8-6 lead. Blue Hill with the lead. Giltner with the ball and driving here. Twins to the left. And the quarterback is Wilson again. He'll pump fake and step up in the pocket. And met by three Blue Hill defenders. He'll gain a few yards on the play, but not near enough for the first down. So it'll be putting time here for the Hornets. And if you're Blue Hill, maybe try to go after this one with Gilner deep in their own. Yeah, because you don't know if you're going to be able to field the snap clean. So um, not sure who their punter is. It's going to be Dakin Wilson. So you might... There might be an opportunity for him to step up and kind of pooch punt it like they did before, but you got to make sure you feel the snap. Snaps away. Wilson will punt this away. It'll bounce at the 35-yard line. Going to be fielded 
there by Wademan. He'll cut corners and go back up across midfield, and they'll spot him down at the 39-yard line. So Blue Hill will start in Giltner territory with their next drive, and they've only got 23 seconds left until they'll flip sides, and they'll have the wind at their back and probably an advantage in this game. Yeah, and this is a totally different game um, just based on the field conditions. Um, they've they've really worsened since the start of the game. Everything's slick. Nobody can cut. Nobody can plant. Not a lot of mud yet, but just everything. Just, there's just no footing out there. First down and 10 for Blue Hill. Coffee, the quarterback, in the pistol look. And he'll take this snap, hand it off to the running back Mormon, and he'll spin across and grab one or two yards, and that's all he'll get. But uh, getting Coffee back into the game, I'm not sure if it was due to an injury or what, but MJ's back into the game, and the clock will look like it'll be hitting zeros. Coach Bartles won't use the timeout here to keep the wind at his back for one more play, so we'll strike zeros. We'll have the fourth quarter next. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at platteverpreps.com. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. For all your furniture and flooring needs, stop at Blue Hill Furniture. In business since 1889, Blue Hill Furniture has the stability, selection, and quality of larger stores to go with friendly service and competitive prices. Top brand names, too. If you're looking for a single piece or an entire room, Blue Hill Furniture will take care of you. Better Buys in Blue Hill, located at 501 West Gage. For your convenience, they accept Visa and MasterCard. Blue Hill Furniture proudly supports Blue Hill Athletics and Academics. The Breeze 94.5. And welcome back to Blue Hill High School. Fourth quarter of action, just about ready to get underway. Blue Hill with an 8-6 lead. They're finally going to have the wind at their possession here in the second half. And it'll be second down and eight for Blue Hill. MJ Coffey, the quarterback. Colton Wademan to his right and Max Mormon. Dots the eye behind him. We'll see what play call they go with here. They're going to send Wademan in motion right to left. And there'll be an option to the right. It'll be a quarterback keeper for Coffee. He gets across the 35-yard line, gets knocked out around the 30-yard line. So it's going to be about a yard short of the first down here. So third down and one for Blue Hill. And, uh, yeah, that is going to be one yard short. So that's a good gain on... On second down, so now you're looking at third and short. you got two cracks at it. Um, if you can, go under center, maybe just sneak that bad boy. The Giltner strength is up the middle of the field, so um, you don't want to hit that. You don't want to go that well too much, but um, on third and short, QB sneaks usually the way to go. Both coaches, both coaches thought the line of scrimmage would be important in this one, so we'll see if they go under center here for this third down and short. They'll stay in the pistol look. Send Wademan in motion. It'll be a dive to Mormon, and he'll get to the 25-yard line and have the first down easily for another Bobcat first down. Gains four or five yards on that one. Yeah, just a quick hitter there. So uh, they send 
Colton Wade, man, out of his wingback position, sent him in motion. So linebackers kind of got to stay honest with him. So Coffey just takes the ball, hands it off to Wademan, uh, Mormon, and it's a quick hitter. Uh, they got to respect the outside game, though. So uh, that quick hitter was open. 11.29 to go here in the final quarter of play. Stay tuned the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show will be coming up next. Then we'll have the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show on 12.30 a.m. KHAS. Coffee will take this nap, hand it off to Mormon. He's got plenty of run to room, and he'll score. He'll walk into the end zone almost untouched from 25 yards out. Touchdown, Bobcats. I don't know if it was the wind or what happened, but... All of a sudden, they switched sides, and Blue Hill found life. That looked really fast. That was kind of a QB drop. Uh, Coffee takes a snap, drops back, and it's a, just a quick dive to Max Mormon. Found the sideline, and it was 25 yards into the end zone, and that was huge for Blue Hill. It, hadn't, it didn't seem like they'd moved the ball in about three quarters of football, so... Uh, to get back on the board, if you make the two-point conversion here, you can go up two possessions. You'll be up 10 points. 14-6 so right now. It's an eight-point game, like Trent had mentioned. Two possessions if they can convert it here. And it looks like they took too much time getting it in, so it'll be a delay on the Bobcats, and that makes it a little bit more harder, but you also get a little bit more room, perhaps, to run your offense. Yeah, you can spread the... You can spread the field out. A lot of times in these kind of situations, Blue Hill will go like four wide and try to um, give coffee room to operate. When you do that, you've got to have good, uh, solid blocking up front. And uh, You guys have been doing an okay job, but you just got to give them time. Coffee in the pistol look since Wademan in motion. It'll be a quarterback keeper to the left, and he'll dive for the pylon and get in. Two-point conversion is good by Coffee, and it is now a two-possession game. Blue Hill leads this one 16-6, to six, a 10-point margin of victory, or margin right now, and 11 minutes away from victory. We'll take a break. Back with the rest of the fourth quarter, listening to high school football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at plyoverpreps.com. This is Eric Lichty, the branch manager of Giltner State Bank, a branch of Henderson State Bank, member FDIC. I would like to invite you to stop into our new location just off of the Giltner Spur. Come meet our friendly staff and visit with us about our products and services. We have a hometown friendly atmosphere that will make your banking experience pleasant. We specialize in agricultural loans as well as your personal loan needs. We're an equal housing lender. Come in and see what we can do for you. The Breeze 94.5 and Blue Hill takes the 10-point lead off the 25-yard touchdown run by Max Mormon. The two-point conversion was running by quarterback MJ Coffey. The drive started at the Giltner 39-yard line, so the wind playing a little bit of a factor here in this second half. And the field conditions are getting worse and worse, but Blue Hill's all right with it because they're up by 10. Wilmont back to kick for... The, uh, the Bobcats and back to return is Humphrey for the Hornets. He'll take it at the five yard line, or excuse me, looks like right around the one yard line. Couple flags thrown in from two different refs. So we'll see if it's a hold. Yep, it's going to be a hold on that one. Go ahead, Trent. He caught it two yards in the end zone, and you can't run it out from the end zone in high school football. I don't. They missed that one, but. Either way, the hold's going to move him back and probably make this worse. But uh, sometimes you got to pay attention there to the where the goal line is. But uh, 
they're going to decline that penalty and just uh, go ahead and saddle up and play defense. Two penalties. The first one was uh, blocking the back. That one was declined. They'll take the hold. And so Giltner will have a long way to go on this drive. Ends up working all right for Blue Hill since they fielded it in the end zone. It looked like maybe he had a chance to take that thing. He had an open lane and uh, one guy to beat, but I guess uh, the boys in black and white say they cheated a little bit, and they'll bring him back. Now, Giltner, you can't have an eight- or nine-minute drive. We don't have time for that. You've got to have two quick possessions. You're down two quick possessions, so you've got to uh, move the ball. They're going to start it on their own four-yard line here, and it looks like Wilson in at quarterback. Going to dive ahead and grab two or three more yards, so... Like Trey had said, they've got 11 minutes, and they've got to get at least two scores in this one. And the way that the Bobcats will start with their play calling, they might need to score on the next two possessions. So now, you know, what Giltner's been successful at is actually throwing the football down the field. Now they got the wind in their face. They haven't been able to convert in the red zones. They've had two drives within the five-yard line, so that's really been uh, hurting them in this in this ballgame. Wilson, the quarterback from the shotgun, be a quarterback keeper on the right side, and he'll hit, be hit in the backfield there by Jerome Zimmerman. So a loss on the play for Geltner. And it looked like maybe he had the edge, but uh, the field kind of—it's a little wet, and he cut, and um, and Zimmerman was there to bring him down. The thing about it is. You don't have to be in as good of a position to bring somebody down because um, if you make contact with a ball carrier, he's more likely to go down with these uh, these wet field positions because you just don't have your feet underneath you. Third down and seven for Giltner from their own seven. Need seven yards here to convert and a timeout on the field. Giltner will take it, Coach Bardos. Knows this is an important stage of the game, so he wants a little bit more time to discuss it. We'll take it with him. Back in 30, you're listening to High School Football on The Breeze 94.5 and online at platteverpreps.com. Trust has earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over a thousand top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. The Breeze 94.5. And welcome back to The Breeze 94.5. High school football here on Fiber Radio Group of Stations. Internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Carney Holdridge and Lincoln. 9.38 to go in this fourth quarter. Stay tuned. We'll have the newest sports medicine orthopedic surgery post-game show coming up as soon as we're done here. Third down and seven. Wilson runs the screenplay. It's going to be complete to looks like Frederick. He'll be across the 15-yard line. He'll have enough for the first down. And Giltner draws something up. And it was a very nice play call there for the Hornets keeping the drive going. Yeah, just a jailbreak screen underneath to Frederick and uh, and Kyle Frederick did. Uh, he had wide open space, but Blue Hill did a nice job of stopping him just past the first down marker. But that's what Giltner needed needed to move the chains. Sixteen to six lead for Blue Hill. High snap and 
Quarterback Wilson's just going to have to fall on this one, so it'll be a big loss on the play for Giltner. So whatever gains they had on that drive, they give it right back down, and so now it'll be second down and looks like at least 20. Well, you've got – this is four-down territory being down two scores uh, with nine minutes on the clock and ticking. Uh, that clock's ticking pretty fast, especially when you're down. When you're up, feels like it's taking forever. When you're down, feels like it's flying by. So now – you're going to have to take a few more chances here. I know they want to limit turnovers, but got to take a shot. Twins to each side of Wilson. He'll roll right, get pressured there, and pass will fall incomplete. So great job there by Blue Hill's defensive line by getting a good pass rush and forcing Wilson to throw it when uh, a little bit sooner than he wanted to. Yeah, that was a good pass rush. Uh, that was Jerome Zimmerman off the edge. He almost got there. But uh, Wilson able to get rid of that football. I don't know if he had a target. Um, I'm not saying it was grounding. I just mean I don't know if he would have been able to uh, complete that if he was able to throw. Kula also in on the quarterback hurry. So it'll be third down and 19 for the Hornets. And Wilson will throw on the left side. He's got a man up there, throws the jump ball. Looks like it's intercepted there by Blue Hill. Right at the 28-yard line. We'll wait for the official to indicate and both teams are running off the field so it is an interception yeah and just uh, kind of threw a jump ball there and the thing about it is they threw a jump ball when they were going the other way with the wind but now you're going into the wind and if you underthrow that ball you can't do it against a 6-4 corner or a safety and that's what McLean Seaman is he he waited high pointed the ball and uh, just won the 50-50 ball, and a uh, big play for Blue Hill. They punch it in. I would say this one would probably be over. Oh, be first down and 10 from the Giltner 28, and they'll send Wademan in motion. MJ Coffey, quarterback, fakes it to him. He'll be keeping it right up the middle. He's got plenty of room to run. He'll walk into the end zone, dives for the pylon, and they're going to give it to him. Touchdown, Bobcats. Man, momentum is a funny thing because it looked like for two and a half quarters, Blue Hill had nothing going on. Giltner was out playing them. Um, looked like they had all the momentum in the game, and all of a sudden, um, on a moment's <laughs> notice, Blue Hill has scored on their last two offensive plays. That time, 28 yards down the, down the middle, and uh, it was a great job of him to get across that goal line and uh, finish the job. 22 to 6 now, 8.28 to go in this final quarter of play. MJ Coffey hands the ball off to Mormon and he'll drag a couple defenders in, and the two point conversion is good. And it's now 24 to 6. Blue Hill with the lead. Back in 30, you're listening to high school football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at plyoverpreps.com. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney in Grand Island. The Breeze, 94.5. 28-yard touchdown run by MJ Coffey, set up by Max Mormon's interception. Giltner went, or Blue Hill went one play for 28 yards, and they've extended their lead by 
24 to 6 now with 8.28 to go in this one. It's not over yet, but uh, Giltner's going to have to move pretty quickly and into the wind, so it's going to be advantageous for Blue Hill just to not make any mistakes and let and force Giltner to make a ton of great plays to win this one. Yeah, three possession game, so you've got to. You can either score three sixes or you can, uh, well, they don't have a kicker, so you can't really do the field goal. So conversions are really not a big deal at this point. It's more about just moving the ball down and and, uh, scoring touchdowns. Um, Coach Bartos said he wanted to limit turnovers, and now now that Blue Hill has a lead, they can't just come out and run and try to get a first down forward plays at a time you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh taking off those nine nine minute chunks so now they're gonna have to spread out and go faster or um or you could go into damage control and and uh call it a day but i don't think you want to give up so f- too fast wilson the quarterback for giltner it'll be a quarterback run off the left side he's got plenty of room to run he'll have the first down gets across the 30 yard line and gets taken down at the 33 yard line so nice Pick up on first down for Dakin. Yeah, you can see why Coach Barrows likes him. Yeah, and you can. I mean, you can see why uh, he's their leading passer and their leading rusher. He's a, he's a good athlete, and uh, he's just a sophomore. Both of these quarterbacks are sophomores. Looks like Wilson probably going to be the guy next year, um, full time. You know, McKay was coming in earlier in the game, but I think he had to exit with an injury. Wilson, the quarterback. Rolls this one to the right, and he's going to be hit in the backfield, but squirms away from the defenders and gets across midfield. They're going to be down right around the 39-yard line, so it looks like he could have lost a lot of yards tramp, but made something out of nothing, and it's going to be second down and pretty manageable. Yeah, did a great job of keeping that play alive. Uh, um, he got a good block there, and a lot of times if you're on the right side and you're almost tackled, you counter all the way to the other side. There's going to be a lot of room, and that time, Got about eight yards now, second manageable. Second down, and let's call it a long one here. Wilson throws to his back into the backfield, and it's complete. Looked like Frederick caught that one. Again, almost lost a ton of yardage. But Gilner squirms away and gets a first down here. Gains only two, but he ran about 15 yards on that one. Yeah, just a little bubble screen, and uh, uh, ran it up for about a three-yard gain. And, uh, that'll move the sticks. And Giltner, you got to go fast now. You you have three possession. You're down three possessions, and you got to make them all count. So you've got to um, incorporate a little bit of tempo here. 18 point lead for the Blue Hill Bobcats. Giltner needs to find the end zone three times. See if they can do it here. Wilson's pass is going to be almost intercepted there. Pass fell just to the turf. And Seaman almost had his second interception of the game, jumped the route from a safety position, uh, but the ball falls harmlessly to the turf. Giltner has new life again. They get a second chance. And now you've got second down and 10. Um, You're going to have to keep throwing the ball, A, for time purposes, B, because um, that's the fastest way to move the football, unless you can break one open on the run. Caden Humphrey split out to the right here. On the near side, Dakin Wilson will take the snap and roll to the right. He'll keep this one. He'll get across the 30 and across the 20 now. Inside the 15, he's inside the 10 and keeps chugging. He's going to be down inside the five-yard line. Nice job there by Dakin Wilson. A huge gain. And it looks like, yeah, he is just about to the two-yard line. So 
Uh, about a 28-yard gain, I would call it. And Wilson kind of gives his team a chance here. Uh, Gilner's not giving up. They haven't won a game yet. They're in this thing. They're going to keep playing football, and Wilson made a good play there to get to the two-yard line. So two yards around here from six more points for the Hornets, and they run the ball here, and they're going to be short of the end zone, but they'll get about half the yardage they need. Yeah, they cut it in half, like you said. So now you've got second down and goal. You want to be – you've got three more downs, but – for time purposes, you want to get it. You want to get it now. And what I would do is, Consbrook's uh, your your biggest guy. He's your strongest, best blocker. I would just run right behind him. QB sneak, find the hole, score a touchdown. Six oh nine to go here in the final quarter of play. It's going to be a fullback handoff and far referee signal touchdown. Then brought his hands down immediately. But then the near side official says he did get in and touchdown for the Hornets. A one-yard touchdown plunge, and it is now 24-12. The lead is cut in half, but still two-possession game. Yeah, and that was a good execution there. Consbrook with the uh, fullback dive, and he's a big boy to take down. Both big country is Cole Consbrook. So Giltner gives themselves a chance, makes it a little bit easier if you can convert here, um, but not necessary. Two-point attempt here for the Hornets. This shotgun snap, roll right. He's getting flustered there, and Blue Hill will hit him in the backfield, and the two-point conversion is no good. 6.02 to go in this one. It's a 24-12 lead. Bobcats have doubled up the Hornets, and we could probably see an onside kick coming up here soon. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at plaverpreps.com. In Giltner, stop by and see your friendly insurance agents at Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw Insurance specializes in crop, farm, property, casualty, life, and health. For a free consultation, stop by the Giltner office or give them a call. Robert Shaw Insurance. JSGK Catering in Giltner has catered everywhere from cornfields to wedding receptions. Give us a try at your next occasion. Stephen Kathy Hosier and Gail Rath wish the Giltner athletes the best of luck. For more info about JSGK Catering, call 402-849-2244. The Breeze, 94.5. Two-yard touchdown plunge by Cole Consbrook, set up nicely by the 28-yard run by Dakin Wilson. They got him all the way down into the two-yard line, and Giltner now cuts the Blue Hill lead in half. It's 24-12, and we'll probably have to see an onside kick here with 6.02 to go and two possessions. Trent, don't you agree? Yeah, um... If you don't think you can get it, you could kick it deep and bank on your defense and then maybe go for the onside kick next time. But I would try to get this football back. Ball is booted, and it is not an onside kick, but it is sort of in between the up men's. So hopefully, hoping to run down there and get it. But Blue Hill, uh, Wilmot fell on top of that one at the 25-yard line. So it is going to be up to Giltner defense to get a stop here. Uh, Coach Bartos has two timeouts to his advantage, so he can still cl- stop the clock here. Three and out is probably the important part now for Gilner. Yeah, it is. So if you're Blue Hill, um, you can't just go into a shell and uh, not run your offense, but at the same time, you can't get um, loose and reckless with the football. So you can't turn the ball over here, but you can't go into a shell. 
MJ Coffey, the quarterback for the Bobcats, sends um, Weedman in motion. Coffey will keep this one. He'll break a couple tackles in the backfield and eventually get dragged out um, around the 20-yard line. So looks like a gain of, let's call it, one for MJ Coffey. He did a good job of getting away, but uh, he just ran out of real estate. And that time, uh, knock him back about four, four yards. Yep. And uh, that's what Giltner needed. Now you got second down and 14, five minutes, 30 seconds on the clock. No need to use any timeouts yet. You got plenty of time, especially um, if you can get out of here in two downs. Coffee will take this snap, hand it off to Mormon. Mormon finds the hole on the left side, spins away from a tackler, and gets across the 30. And falls forward to the 33-yard line. So a big chunk there on second down. It's going to be third down and manageable for the Bobcats. Yeah, poor Caleb Carr just got, uh, for Blue Hill, just got ran over by his own guy. Mormon just pushed him into the ground, said, get out of my way. But uh, great job by Mormon to get up there to about the, uh, we'll call it the 33-yard line. Gives yourself three, third down and three. Um, very manageable. Under five minutes to go. Giltner needing the stop here. Down two possessions with under five minutes to go in this one. Wilmot in motion. It'll be a handoff to Mormon. Mormon breaks the tackle in the backfield and then gets hit there by three or four Giltner Hornet defenders, and he'll probably lose a half yard there. So fourth down for Blue Hill and a three and out for the Hornets. And they didn't bring him down, but uh, a lot of times when you keep trying to get extra yards, what the defense is trying to do, they're trying to strip the ball. So Mormon did a good job of holding on to that football. And now you're almost a midfield. You're up two scores. I would not risk the long snap with the wet field conditions. If you want to do anything in the playoffs later on in the year, if you want to win your district, you got to be able to convert these fourth downs. Coach Riley Arms will take the time out here, it looks like. Going to waste as much time as he can to decide what they want to do. We'll take it with them. Blue Hill takes their first time out of the second half. We'll take it with them. Back in 30, you're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at plaverpreps.com. The South Central State Bank of Campbell, Franklin, Oxford, Blue Hill, and Red Cloud is a full-service bank offering every banking service your family might need, offering internet and mobile banking. Log on to southcentralstatebank.com. Good luck, sports teams from the South Central State Bank, member FDIC. The representatives of the Village of Giltner encourage and support the Giltner Hornets in all of their activities. To succeed, you must believe that you can. Good luck, Hornets, in all that you strive to accomplish from the Village of Giltner. Breeze 94.5. Welcome back to Blue Hill High School. Decision time for Coach Arms and could be an RPO here, Trent. He'll run punt option, but uh, they do send McLean Seaman the normal punter out and they just uh, go ahead and just make your snap, catch it, kick it. Hope it rolls down to one yard line if you're a Blue Hill fan. Nobody back deep for Giltner. They're thinking it might be a fake. Seaman will send this one up in the air. And it'll bounce at the 20-yard line. Takes a beautiful Blue Hill roll inside the 10 and inside the 5 now. It'll be down at the 4-yard line there by Wilmont. So it's exactly what you wanted if you're Blue Hill. Now, if you're Giltner, if you're not going with a straight rush, you you need to put somebody back so that you can advance that football because he had, if you could have caught it at the 
10 or the 15 yard line, you could have, you could have started this position at probably the 20 or 25 instead of, um, in the, in the shadows of your own goalpost at the three yard line, Three thirty-seven to go in this one. If they did a, a similar possession to last Dakin Wilson had a nice couple big runs there that got him quick yardage. We'll see what they do here. Wilson will throw it. He's got a man open and is incomplete. Humphrey I believe it's going to be a pass interference call. And that ball was underthrown a little bit. And a lot of times if a ball is underthrown and, uh, and if you come through, even if you're going through the ball, if you make contact, that's, that's technically interference and, uh, Giltner, you get the yardage and you're going to take it. You got to take advantage of that. You're down two scores. You got three thirty left. If you can score fast here, you still got two timeouts. Um, so a little more tempo, uh, the penalty certainly helps. Humphrey was the intended receiver. It was underthrown into that wind. The wind hasn't really let up a ton, but enough here. The rain has stopped. Wilson will take this pass or snap and look to pass. He'll roll left because he's been hit by an initial wave of Blue Hill defenders and he'll be sacked for a loss of six on the play and slow to get up is Dakin. Or is that a Blue Hill Bobcat? Yeah, Jace Wilson. Uh, Jace Kula, excuse me. Uh, made the sack and then was slow to get up. Hopefully he's okay. Probably going to have to come out and look at him. Injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. We'll take a quick break. Back at 30, you're listening to High School Football. On the breeze, 94.5 and online at platverpreps.com. Ron's Pharmacy is your health mart pharmacy in Blue Hill with complete pharmacy service, including mail-out service. Ron's Pharmacy also has school supplies, American greeting cards, Russell Stover's candies, and Timex watches. You can trust and depend on Ron's Pharmacy because they've been serving you for more than 40 years. Ron's Pharmacy proudly supports academics and athletics in Blue Hill and wishes all the athletes and coaches good luck. Ron's Pharmacy, your Blue Hill health mart pharmacy. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back to Blue Hill High School. Jace Kula limping to the sideline. Looks like he'll be all right. And it'll bring up a big second down and 15 for the Hornets after the sack for the Bobcats. 3.16 to go in this one. The clock should start on the ready to play. And it is, there it goes. 3.15, 3.14 now. Deacon Wilson back to pass on this one. He's got a man across the middle. It's complete. And across the 25-yard line, that was Caden Humphrey. Found Humphrey twice now on this drive. First one was an interference. Yeah, not quite enough for a first down, but still um, really good ball. That was placed perfectly in between two defenders now. Giltner's going to go with tempo. Third and four now for the Hornets. Two cracks at it here. Wilson with the quick out route and it's complete at the 28 yard line so depending on forward progress i think they'll have enough for the first down they're going to give them the 29 yard line yeah and i I, if you've got blue hill off balance i would just keep going uh, with that ball so you just get run your tempo and try to uh, maybe make blue hill use a timeout fourth down they're going to spot him just short about the 20 and a half yard line so this will be the game wilson sneaks away from the blue hill defender and gets the first down he steps out at the 35-yard line, so move the chains for the Hornets. 
it's amazing how often uh, just a quarterback run will get you a first down on on a fourth down because everybody's so concerned with not letting a receiver behind you, which is the correct call. But um, those defensive ends have to do a little bit better job of keeping contained. But Dakin Wilson just too fast on that one. Two f- 17 to go in this one. Ball at the Giltner 35-yard line, needing two scores to extend this one. Ball is complete to Humphrey. At the 40-yard line, he gets to the 30 and inside near the 20. So it'll be pushed out at the 22-yard line. Another big chunk for the Hornets. And another first down. They're going to keep going. This is classic Giltner Hornet football. Fast tempo. Spread them out and uh, let that ball rip. Wilson takes the snap. Rolls right. Has a man. Throws it. And it is incomplete. Intended for Humphrey. He's really starting to favor Humphrey in this one, and it'll be incomplete. It'll stop the clock with 2.01 to go. 24-12 lead for Blue Hill. Giltner with the ball. Yeah, now you can uh, you can call two plays if you need to. You can uh, yeah, you got time. You can run your uh, receiver in. You can say, hey, first play, we're running this. Second play, be ready to run this. Just make sure you remember the first one. Second down and 10, just over... Two minutes to go. 201 to go in this one. Giltner needing to score on this drive to have any hope of extending the game. Wilson throws it complete and dropped at the 20-yard line. So it'll stop the clock, and it's not a bad thing that it was dropped there, Trent. Not at all. I mean, I was just thinking, maybe just let that one go because you're not going to get any yards out of it, and uh, you're going to stop the clock. The only thing it would do is you would take it from – um, third down to 10 to third down and I don't know, probably seven or eight. But at this point, the two or three yard doesn't going to matter. Receiver was losing his footing anyway, so it would have been a, a very minimal gain at that. So take the clock over the yardage at this point. Wilson now on third down and 10 has two cracks to try and get another first down. Time's ticking in this one. Wilson's going to go for the end zone and throws it incomplete. Tended on the left side, I believe that was for Frederick. And it'll bring up a big fourth down now. Good coverage by Coffee there. Um, you had a chance for maybe a PI if that ball was thrown to the outside. It's thrown towards the middle of the field. It's not a catchable ball. I'm, I don't even think he really interfered, but there was a chance for the for the, uh, the face-to-face coverage there. So this will be it for the Hornets on this fourth down and 10. Place coming in from the sideline. Dakin Wilson in at quarterback. Lance McKay went out with an injury a couple different times tonight. And Wilson has got twins to the left and the right. And it'll be a screen pass, and it'll be incomplete. Like it was intended there for Levi Hoffman, and it'll fall incomplete. And it'll be a turnover on downs in Blue Hill. Looks like they'll come away with a win. Yeah, all they have to do is just... um, if they get a first down, this thing is over. They're up two possessions. They force four straight incompletions to end that drive. And now Blue Hill, for a team that won one game last year, you don't have to worry about what any other team did to Giltner. Um, you just have to get wins at this point. And if you're Giltner, you need to be happy you played a heck of a game. Wind picking up again here. Giltner is just going to run the clock off here. Going to hand it off to Max Mormon. He'll have the first down and a lot more. He'll go all the way for six, and he's into the end zone. 
60-yard touchdown run for Max Mormon. Well, I didn't see him look back like Patrick Mahomes for the no flag, but I think he had time. There was nothing on the outside. Giltner had to go for broke. They had to send the house, and uh, Mormon bounced to the outside for 58 yards, and uh, that was, um, the, you know, that was that was the final nail in the coffin. So Giltner, you came out. They they put up a really good fight tonight. Just uh, just not enough in the tank. So the two point conversion now for the Bobcats. Back to their normal look here on offense. Caulfield take the pa- the snap, looks to pass, and throws it over his receiver's head, and the two-point conversion is incomplete. And they'll extend their lead 30-12 to 12 with 131 to go in this one. Stay tuned. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show is coming up as soon as the clock hits zero. We'll take a break. Back in 30, you're listening to high school football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at platteriverpreps.com. Todd's Body and Glass in Aurora is your collision repair specialist. Is proud to support the Giltner Hornets. Play well and be proud from Todd's Body and Glass. You've made a smart choice when choosing Glenwood for your home and business technology needs. Glenwood is a leader in fiber technology and continues to expand their fiber footprint throughout South Central Nebraska. At Glenwood, all services are backed by a tech-savvy local team of customer service professionals that offer local support with exceptional customer service. Glenwood is a proud supporter of local area high school sports and academics and wishes all area students much success on and off the court. Visit us online at gtmc.net. The Breeze 94.5. And the final nail in this coffin here for Blue Hill. 30-12 to 12 lead for the Bobcats. A 60-yard touchdown run by Max Mormon made it. Two-point conversion was unsuccessful. So 30-12 victory here. We'll see if Giltner will try to keep running their offense over the final 131 or if they'll be content. With a good effort and a rebuild, and hopefully for them next week, uh, they'll be able to take on a Axtell team and then finish the year at Kennesaw. They have a bye week between those two games, but uh, got to be proud of the effort here from the Hornets. Yeah, they um, they don't need to hang their head. They came out. They did everything they needed to to try to win this football game. They shortened the game. They limited their First half turnover stayed in this thing, just not enough. Deacon Wilson back to pass, throws it complete on the left side, and it'll be a first down and just across the 25-yard line. Looks like Humphrey caught that one. And just, just a little, um, just a little hitch route on the outside, a deep curl, and now we've got a cramp, which I said was not going to happen in this cooler weather. Officials timeout for the injury, and it's just hopefully a cramp. I've already got a couple players working on that calf muscle. A good teammate there to get him stretched out. 132, 123 to go in this one, 30 to 12. Stay tuned the newest sports medicine orthopedic surgery postgame show. Let's take a quick look at the Furniture Direct scoreboard update in Class D2. Overton over Loomis tonight, 58 to 19. Elwood over Pleasanton earlier this afternoon, 14 to 13. Lots of final scores out there. Um, NC2 Superior def- defeats Hastings St. Cecilia by a score of 12 to 6. St. Paul over Gibbon, 29 to 10 in Class C2. Over in C1, Adam Central 
49 zip over Holdridge. Kozad over Minden, 29 to 6. And Carney Catholic over Sutton, 27 to 14 over on KKPR. Wilson will take this snap, throws it complete across the 30 yard line, and be down at the 32 yard line. Blue Hill got a couple new kids in there. Looks like Marcus Udick sitting in at middle linebacker. Connor Craig will catch that one. Wilson will take this snap now. Gets flushed from the pocket. He'll have to keep this one. He'll have the first down. He'll get across the 40-yard line, across the 35-yard line, where he's pushed out at the 34. So they're not quite giving up quite yet. Under a minute to go now in this one. Yeah, trying to just finish out a football game. Uh, trying not to give up, trying to teach them that uh, we play till the whistle, uh, till the till zeros around the clock. 30-12, Blue Hill will come away with the win here. The final score is the only thing that is in doubt. Wilson again gets flushed out of the pocket, gets across the 30-yard line, and inside the 20 now, he'll be down right around the 21-yard line, excuse me, another first down for Giltner. Yeah, and this uh, clock stops at the first down. It's going to run. they got a time for a few more plays here. 44 seconds to go. They're going to try and find the end zone one last time. And penalty flag is thrown. The pass from Wilson is incomplete. And it'll be a hold there on the Hornets. So back them up 10 yards. Yeah, you want to you wanna do everything you can to try to get in the end zone and then I mean, this is fairly obvious, but I mean, it doesn't matter if Giltner scores, but if you're Blue Hill, you want to make this thing look a little bit better. And if you're Giltner, you want to punch one in and and you want to send a message to your team that we're trying to finish football games because they've played some teams tough. They just haven't been able to put together four good quarters of football. 39 seconds to go in this one. It'll be first down and 23 now for the Hornets. Wilson will take this pass, snap, pass it, across the middle, intended for Kyle Frederick, and it'll fall incomplete. So it'll be second down now. And now... 34 to go here in the final quarter of play, New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Coming up next... Second and a long ways for Giltner with 34 seconds left. So if you're Blue Hill, you play a little bit looser on your coverage. And um, if you're Giltner, you send your guys a little bit farther down the field. Wilson will take the snap. It'll be four verticals. He's got a man thrown down there at the 10-yard line, and the pass will fall incomplete. Tended, I believe, again for Levi Hoffman. Yeah. He had a chance at it. Just uh, pretty good coverage there by Colton Wademan. So now you're at third and 23. No reason to play up if you're Blue Hill. You don't need to go full prevent, but you you don't need to let anything behind you. So likely three more plays in this one here with 27 seconds to go. Wilson will take the snap. Setting up the screen, and it is almost intercepted there by the big defensive lineman, Cade Golter. Cade's been making a lot of noise on the uh, quarterback all night, and they almost had a pick. Yeah, Reese Payne, the freshman, uh, came off the edge, and then Cade Golter had seen that screen one too many times, and that, that ball was almost picked by the big man, 
and uh, he would have had his opportunity to run like uh, that that blown uh, fumble recovery earlier in the ball game. 22 seconds to go in this one, a fourth down and a mile, and Coach Bartos will take a timeout to drop the final play for the Hornets. We'll stay right here. We'll go back to the Furniture Direct scoreboard update. Again, a lot of final scores so far in Class A. Millard West defeats Kearney 23-13. Grand Island over Bryan 69-0 in Class B. All finals here. Hastings over York 41-0. Northwest over Beatrice 38-14. Lexington over Gearing 21-0. In C2, um, Centura leading Wood River last check in the fourth quarter 26-7. Over in C1, Central City leading GICC 33-3. That's in the fourth quarter. Finals over in Aurora, 46-0 over Fillmore Central. And Gothenburg over Broken Bow, 34-0. Burwell over Amherst in D1, 36-22 yesterday. Ravenna taking care of Shelton by a score of 50-8. And Hitchcock County over Alma, 64-6 in D1. Over in class six-man, Silver Lake leading Wilcox Hildreth, 60 to 47, late in the fourth quarter. There, 30 to 12 here, late in the fourth quarter. Blue Hill on top. Fumbled snap there by Wilson, and it'll be recovered by Blue Hill. And whether it was recovered by Blue Hill or not, it would have been a turnover on downs. But Cade Golter will jump on that one and get a fumble recovery in the stat book. And we're one play away from being down here. The old victory formation for the Blue Hill Bobcats. They will move to 4-1 on the season. And Giltner will drop to 0-6. Giltner has not missed the playoffs in 14 years, but appears to be that way. MJ Coffey will take the snap. He'll take a knee. And that will do this one. Clock is under 10 seconds to go. And neither coach will take a timeout. So stay tuned. It's time for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. We'll take a break. Back in 30, you're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at platriverpreps.com. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Breeze 94.5. And welcome back to Blue Hill High School. Blue Hill comes away with a lead with the win. 30 to 12. You're listening to the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back in the game. Schedule your appointment today. Let's take a look at the drive summaries from the second half. It was Eight to six. It was a two-point game going into the second half. Giltner on their first drive, they had the wind at their back. They turned over on downs on the Blue Hill four-yard line. Then they both traded punts. Blue Hill finally found Pater, 25-yard touchdown run by Max Mormon. The two-point run was converted by MJ Coffee. It was 16 to six. Giltner interception there by McLean Seaman on the next drive set up another Blue Hill score, 28-yard touchdown run this time by MJ Coffee. 
a one-play drive. The two-point conversion was put in by Mormon, and it was 24-6, and we kind of felt that the game was out of reach there. But Gildner, as soon as we thought that, with a, a two-yard plunge from Cole Consbrook, it was set up by the 28-yard touchdown run by Dakin Wilson, the quarterback. Some life in Giltner, a quick punt by Blue Hill. And Giltner had a turnover on downs on their next drive. They had a screenplay set up that looked like if it had been converted, they would have had a chance to extend this game on their last possession. Blue Hill then puts the final nail on this coffin with a 60-yard touchdown run by Max Mormon. The two-point conversion was no good. It was 30-12. to And on Giltner's final drive, just trying to finish out the game, had a, a good drive going, but they fumbled the ball away, and it was recovered by K- Cade Gilt, Gol- Goltner, excuse me, and that was the game. A victory formation ended Blue Hill's drive. So four um, or three scores for Blue Hill in that second half, and one for Giltner. And again, like Trent said earlier, Blue Hill will now advance to four and one. Giltner will fall to zero and six. We'll take a break. Back with the stats next. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at plyoverpreps.com. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. The Breeze 94.5 Just as the game finishes up, the downpour starts, so we're glad we got this one in. It's time to nominate one of our Plaver Preps Athletes of the Month, and a good person to do would be Max Mormon. Max found the end zone three different times tonight for the Bobcats and also had a nice couple plays on defense. Plaver Preps Athlete of the Month brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to plaverpreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete today. One girl, one boy winner will be selected and given free certificate and t-shirt. Philip Tran of Carney Tennis and Whitney Bauer of Elm Creek Volleyball were your previous winners. Let's take a look at the stats real quick. Here's Trent. Okay, we will start with the Giltner Hornets. It was Lance McKay, 4 of 11, 52 yards, and one passing touchdown. Dickon Wilson, 11 for 22, 99 yards. And Cal Frederick, one attempt, no completions. As a team, they passed for, it went 15 for 34 for 151 yards. One touchdown, one interception. Receiving-wise, Cal Frederick, six receptions for 50 yards and a big 21-yard touchdown. No, and uh, Dakin Wilson with a 37-yard touchdown. Tanner Roth, one catch for five yards. Camden Humphrey, five catches for 33 yards. Running the ball, Dakin Wilson eclipsed the 100-yard mark, 24 carries, 101 yards. Lance McKay, 11 carries for 29 yards. Cal Frederick, 6 carries for 24 yards. And Cole Consbrook, 2 carries, 1 yard, 1 touchdown. The Giltner Hornets ran 77 plays for 306 total yards of offense. And now the victors, the Blue Hill Bobcats, MJ Coffey. He was 0 for 3 passing. Uh, So no passing yards for the Bobcats. 14 carries, 84 yards, and a touchdown. Colton Wademan, 4 carries, 24 yards. And it was Max Mormon, 20 carries, 141 yards, 
and three touchdowns. The Bobcats ran for 249 yards on 38 carries, good for an average of six and a half yards per carry and had no turnovers. Those are the final statistics. We'll take a quick look at the Furniture Dick scoreboard update. We'll just stay in Class D2 real quick. Uh, Blue Hill comes away with a 24-12 win over here. Overton with a 58-19 win over Loomis. And Elwood with a win over Pleasanton, 14-13. We'll give you more final scores on the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show. Turn your dial over to 1230 AM KHAS as soon as we're done here. We'll take uh, one last break and be back with more. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at Cleverprint.com. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. The Breeze 94.5. And that'll wrap it up here from Blue Hill High School. I'd like to thank Sterling back in the studio and Trent with the expert color analysis. I'm Jeff Babel reporting from Blue Hill High School. Stay tuned for more music here on The Breeze 94.5 and the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show over on 1230 AM KHS from Blue Hill. Have a good night, everyone. You've been listening to High School Sports on The Breeze 94.5. KLIQ, Hastings Grand Island Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Time. Look inside.